Yo, it's the most dope show. It's about that time to get live. Take a break from your eight to five. The mother guys don't have the ability to rip it. We kick it. Three guys home representing with the most killer spirit. And we coming with the jokes. So you better grab a good pen and pad for your notes. And forget the mother folks, cause we got the best quotes. Randolph does more than just jokers. He woke and he got the files. Tell Andy Klein to turn up the dial. I don't know where that boy Tim is now. Raising the daughter, he hella proud. Andy is straight up and Randolph ain't here for racist. When Tim Miller hit, that got funny as shit. The sock puppets always be there to assist. Too many to name, but they all of this shit. I guess I could try. Love me some Frankie French. Milner and Hay would be lit. I cannot forget about Petey and Chris. J.L. Covan with them Trump impressions. Riding Cameron coming from the black guy who tips. That's a whole damn nation, so they always near. Pop, pop, bang, bang. Getting green romaine. Three guys on sock puppet nation. Gang, gang. Yeah. <laughs> what up, Dominique? Puerto Rico, Suave, I know you thought I forgot about you, but I ain't gonna get about you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Puerto Rico, Suave. Puerto Rico, Suave. Hey, Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Dominic Rivera. Oh. Puerto Rico. What up, you freeloading bitches? What's up, y'all? <laughs> Dominic is a little hungry. Mr. Trash himself is back. He's hungry. Trash. This we episode were, is trash because it's we for were, all the people who can't put $3 away. We can't put three on it. We were eating some nuts, so maybe he's uh, maybe he's ready. Maybe yeah. yellow stomach. Maybe he won't be too trash. I got some snacks out. There's more snacks in there if you want What's more snacks. What's snacks in there? Oh, it's always fucking chocolates. No, there's... Uh, okay, so, so we got the, the almonds no over reason. there. We got chips over there. I might eat some of them chips. There's some mixed nuts kind of snacks over there. Okay. Is that gay? Is that yeah. what you said? <laughs> Kevin Hart over here. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm not going to apologize for my mixed nuts tweets. From nine years ago? From nine years ago. Or nine seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, there's snacks. There's uh, there's there's a variety of things in there. Just, you can look in the pantry if you want. See what you. What, I mean, it's too late now. We started recording. You had you were that's over some there. white people shit. You can look in the pantry. <laughs> white people have pantry. What black people have pantries? Shit looking through nothing. I just have, offered uh, it. If it's I didn't, laid out. That's what black you get. folks just have. Go in there and get some. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I'm saying I offered it to you. you. Didn't I? Didn't say just go in and get it. Yeah, but see, it. you last time you were like I had shrimp. I told you, bitch. I didn't talk. Don't I don't talk like out. that. First of all, I don't talk like that. I don't say I had. Where's shrimp. the shrimp at? Last time, <laughs> remember you were like oh, I had shrimp out. I do. I lay out a whole. You were here that spread. Night. You were here that night. I had shrimp. No. You didn't eat any of it. I didn't eat any. Frankie had some. So that was Frankie's shrimp. It was not Frankie's shrimp. Scrimps. I brought. The, I bought the scrimp. He bought the scrimp and brought it home and spent a lot of money. I bet script. you have pizza when Mike is here. Pizza? Yeah. <laughs> pizza? And vodka? And vodka? And vodka. <laughs> vodka and pizza? <laughs> he gets so mad when you tease him about that shit, too. Hey, please what? welcome to the stage comedy duo vodka, vodka and pizza. Vodka. Waka, vodka, flame. Vodka. Flocka, vodka. Um, oh, just drinking this vodka. Getting my pedicure. <laughs> My petty. Um, the uh, I don't think the oh yeah, there, I got emails for this. Uh, this thing. I, I was gonna emails. say I was gonna say we have emails, but we also have comments from Patreon. I don't know how to feel about this because we always read our Patreon comments for the freeloaders to hear. 
So it's like you weren't even in on that conversation. I know. And people are commenting on that conversation. Well, maybe that'll force them to want to be in on the conversation. It probably will. At I mean, this point, I feel like the Giants coaching staff could pull a Steve Kerr and let the players coach themselves for the rest of this game. Oh, yeah. We're, we're following the Redskins' uh, yeah, I'm just looking blowout at the, loss. I'm just looking at what the streets are saying at this point. This, it's right now the third quarter of the uh, blowout Most loss Most unsurprising the move in the NFL Sunday. Mark Sanchez benched by the Washington Redskins are a mess. Um, he's got he, he got benched for a guy they signed uh, six and a half minutes ago. They pulled him out of the crowd, put a helmet on. He got paid. Josh Shops is not a better option than Colin Kaepernick. All of you know that. You won't get the emails ready, man. Actually. Enjoy, Washington fans. <laughs> whoever is left, anyway. Um, okay, so we got two comments on Patreon. Here's the thing. We talked about my trip to Vegas mm-hmm. on patreon last week yeah so y'all don't know nothing about it and these two comments are uh, are referencing that uh i talked about my uh helicopter ride over the or to the grand canyon and back and um some of the the fucking new yorkers that were <laughs> sitting with us dead ass son uh, so brooklyn shoe babe comments on patreon yo son as a lifelong brooklynite i didn't appreciate the nyc slander Dead ass, not cool. I will lace up my Tims and put out, put on my fitted facts, son. You don't want no smoke from me, B. LOL, just kidding. Show was good as usual. Welcome back, Andy. Glad you enjoyed your trip. When I went to Vegas last year, I also stayed at one of those fancy suites at the Cosmopolitan. There's no other way to go at this point. Uh, you know, I, I had a, I remembered something from the Cosmopolitan suite that I didn't mention last week. There was a, uh, a little sex packet there uh, on the mini bar. Really? What was in it? Well, they had, uh, first of all, they had the mini bar, like drinks and stuff, and you had your own separate fridge you could put your own stuff in. But then they had this other thing on the counter with like snacks, like mixed nuts, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there was other th- it was a can shaped thing. And inside it, it said it had some kind of lube, I think, some kind of like miniature vibrator kind of thing. <laughs> what? It said premium condoms, because I've been using like standard condoms my whole life. Oh, once premium, you get them premium, get them premiums. Off. yeah, like three hundred thread count condoms. Yeah, man, and, that Egyptian uh, cotton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that stops it all. It slides diseases. on and holds on. And yep, Egyptians never got AIDS. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of a swanky thing. It was like in a shape of a can, and like, but you like pop the top and you open it up and you get all these. Well, I bet you pop the top. Yeah, well, I didn't pop the top on that actually. I don't know how much it cost even, but. That's the kind of place we were in, I guess. What was it called? Uh, the Cosmopolitan. We stayed at, the, at a suite as, at the Cosmopolitan. The Cosmopolitan is across the street from the Bellagio, right? Next door. It's Next across door. from Paris. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'll show you the pictures. From I've the seen it before. Yeah. I know where it's at. Yeah. The, so we had a... Right on the corner like. of, I guess, what, Flamingo and some shit like that? No, it's the other side, it's the other side of Bellagio. Okay. It's uh, If you're facing Bellagio, it's to the left. If I'm facing to it's to my left. Oh, okay. Okay. Hold on. I'll, I'll okay. show you the... I know what you mean. I know exactly what you I'll mean. I'll show you the view from my balcony. Like you're I, going towards Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace is to your right. Cosmopolitan is to your left. Okay. That's kind of the... Um, this is the view from the balcony. You That's see, you nice. see Bellagio Fountains right there, mm-hmm. and then uh, Paris is across Paris. the street. Paris. It was nice. So yeah, there was like a there was like a little sex, just in case you didn't bring your premium condoms, you forgot to pack them. You know, you're in a yeah, hurry. You pack them. You could probably get like a fifteen dollar little. Or, or <laughs> how much you want to bet that that's like one of the uh, 
one of the selling points of the place. You know, in them, right. in them, uh, in them sweets, man, they they hook you up yeah, up there. Yeah, all kinds of shit, man. They get lube. You know how lame it is to go to CVS if you fucking in Las Vegas and <laughs> the shit's right there. That's actually very smart. Yeah, yeah, it's right there. You don't have to go anywhere. You, you don't, don't have to worry go about nowhere. It. Take care of yourself. Good on you, Vegas. Premium condoms. Changing um, the sex game up always. <laughs> so I love that place. The other Patreon comment was from Talisa, who said, all this NYC slander, wow. Yeah, Talisa. Wow. This wow. East Harlem-bred woman laughed at every yo B dead ass and Tim's reference. Another great show. Okay, see, the slander, see, would you laugh at it? That's why it comes. Wow. I was going to say there was one thing I forgot about the New York couple on the helicopter ride. Here we go. Well, um, they were being like very much like... Uh, you know whose world is this <laughs> oh the world is ours <laughs> and uh we stopped to refuel on the way back from the grand canyon and i mentioned on the patreon episode the helicopter pilot says you gotta, you gotta get out you, i can't refuel while people are in the helicopter i can't put jet fuel in the machine while people are so what they took a picture in a pilot seat Here's what they did. Um, yes, that's that's the short. So we all got flying out. this bitch, son. We all got out. Uh, the group from Hong Kong went and stood on a landing pad, which was forbidden. Um, the pilot was like, "There's gonna be a bunch of helicopters landing. Stay around our helicopter. You just can't be inside." And they're like, "Okay." And they ran over to the landing pad, stood on it. Take what picture? Then the New York couple, like after he was almost done refueling, but then the it's a guy and a girl. The guy uh, comes over. The girl just hops into the pilot's seat. The doors are just open for the helicopter. And she's like, you know, sitting there sticking her ass out, sticking her chest out. <laughs> of course. And uh, twerking in the seat. And the guy twerking says to the pilot, is it cool if we take some pictures of her sitting in the helicopter? He had just told us, oh, dude, yeah. I'm not allowed. Uh, I'm not allowed to let you be in the seat while I'm And the pilot it. just let it slide. I think he was wrapping up the refueling. Yeah. But there was still a nozzle in the helicopter. Yeah, yeah I'm not allowed to let you be in there. And he like I'm pulled it out a few, uh, like a 30 seconds <laughs> later. But yeah, he was like, go on in there, B. <laughs> she <laughs> <went>. <laughs> Sat down in the helicopter. Put your Tims all over the seat, son. So it was like, we're sitting there following all the rules. We're keeping a safe distance, but we're also close to the helicopter. Hong Kong is over here on a landing pad. <laughs> Hong Kong? He, he, he called us by our, our where we're from. It was three people from Hong Kong, two New York, and we were D.C. So Hong Kong's over here standing on a landing so pad. So could she sit in the pilot Suki seat with her North was... Face bubble jacket on? <laughs> yeah, she, she made it work. She worked that shit out. She was sitting there. And he was like snapping pictures, like getting yeah. all these angles and shit. At the I'm same like, time, Hong Kong was working on their dance moves. Sukiyaki, <laughs> hot sake soup. And then me and my wife were just hot. Woo! We're just like fucking, like, fucking hey. New Yorkers. <laughs> I was telling my because I lived in New York. My wife didn't. I was like, this is how they are in New York. This is how people are. Just fucking New Yorkers. But yeah, so there's some NYC slander, B. Yes, son. <laughs> They did the Harlem Shake inside the helicopter. And <laughs> they were doing the Harlem Shake the whole way. <laughs> it's, uh, we're not allowed to do the Harlem Shake. It's a FAA requirement. We cannot do Harlem Shakes. Oh, cool. Can we shake? Uh, the next thing is actually our final email is um, an actual email from Jeremy. And the uh, actually he Jeremy signed, spoken. He signed it. Uh, I should probably say what he's, how he signed it so we don't say his name. But uh, he signed it J. Full. Uh, what's up, 3GO? And esteemed sock puppet, hopefully, Hangry Dominic. Got what you wanted. Yep. Tread, tread carefully, bro. <laughs> Trash. I think this is my first time writing the show, but I've been listening since you first your first appearance on The Black Guy Who Tips. Andy usually says shout out. I do. Shout out. Shout out. 
Have y'all seen the show Inside Joke on Amazon Prime? Uh, it's, mm-hmm. If so, what'd you think? If you haven't seen it, it's about a bunch of stand-up comics trying to get picked for the Just for Last Comedy Festival. Oh, I've seen. This is in my queue. I've been wanting to see that. Rosebud Baker is on that joint. I Once I read this email earlier, I, I was like, oh, I, I'm going to watch that. It's really interesting, but I'm also high AF, <laughs> so it's entirely <laughs> possible it sucks. I'd be very interested in that. Yeah. Um, Next paragraph, though. But since I'm high, let me finish. Let me flesh out a thought, rather. 3GO might be turning me into a comedy snob. You guys discuss a lot of inside comedy baseball on the show, which I love. But over time, I find myself being able to predict where mediocre comedians' jokes are going. Then, yeah, now you know how we feel. Uh, <laughs> then I get annoyed. Imagine watching a, imagine have the book a show of that. <laughs> I get annoyed because more times than not, they took the easiest path to the punchline. Then I just look like a dick in the audience of the Hollywood Improv because I'm trying to laugh, but I end up just smirking. All right, that's all I got. Andy, can you play Pretty Young Bitch for old time's sake? <laughs> um, that's never going to get old, Pretty Young Bitch. No, why you know would what? it? I should isolate him just saying that, but instead we have the whole <laughs> the whole clip. Get ready with that. that shit's the same old soup, just reheated. You know, normal routine. A pimp do. What a pimp do. Yeah, 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 believe that, dog. Yeah, go get my car washed, you know what I'm saying? Let's see if I can go catch me a nice, pretty young bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody that might like this pimping. Might like this pimping. Yeah. Pimp ain't groomed, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Hold on, let's see what bitch that is. Okay, this is the bitch here right now, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hey, bitch, what's happening? I told you you're going to be able to get it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I already know what you're trying to say. Yeah, bitch, yeah, bitch, only thing you do, bitch, is just go to work, handle None my, of my business, <laughs> get my money, don't give me no problem, and everything going to be all right. Come. It's a classic. Um, I come from the game. Yeah. Bitch, you not. All right, that's another classic. Uh, Laletta's in. He just threw a interception. Who? Laletta's now in for the Giants. He just threw an interception. Oh, Manning's <laughs> back up. Um, that was all our emails, actually. Josh Johnson just threw a pass for time. I'm hate, I'm hate following this now. Yeah. Josh Johnson just threw a short so pass for uh, two yards. So is Colin Kaepernick. We know exactly what he's doing right now. You know, now. he actually might not be. He might be. He strikes me as the guy who'd just be like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's what I would be. <laughs> I don't know about, His about girl this is. non-playoff contention game that yeah. I would have looked terrible in. Josh Johnson. Now, nah, he looked better than these motherfuckers. Just, just by us. Redskins terrible, dog. Josh Johnson pass incomplete left. Anyway, Jay Full, uh, thanks for the email. And yeah, thank I'm you gonna, so much, I'm man. I'm gonna check out that show. What a pimp do? Yeah, I, I gotta Amazon check that Prime. show. I never watch anything on yeah, Amazon. I don't Prime. have. Yeah, Prime that's good, anymore. man. I saved it. It's in my. It's, you can watch it on your phone too. Amazon knows that I never watch anything because they occasionally send me a message, an email, like, "Did you know you we could you could watch videos for free? Like you have Amazon Prime. They do the same show with me all the time. Like, yeah, I just don't. I use it for the free shipping. I don't care about the other stuff. But I didn't know about that show. So yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see how how real it gets as far as the selection process um yeah i guess you can become a comedy snob listening to comics talk sometimes taking the easy way out is the only way out because you have a a, a place where you try other things and no one laughs and you have to get a laugh to end this Mm -hmm. bit so you take the easy way out but you know i think it's good to try not to do that most of the time um three guys on a gmail if you want to email us or you can comment on patreon and if you are a patron of course We'll read it for everyone. You can tweet at us as well. We uh, we don't always read tweets on the show, but we will. We'll get the tweets. Put it that way. I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this out into the ether. Um, I've been 
this is a contact thing. I've been, because uh, people are contacting us, right? Yeah. So I fell down this rabbit hole of uh nehisi Coates and James Baldwin. And I know I'm killing I'm killing Rod and Lambert because I will send them the the links to uh, to what I'm watching or what I'm listening to. It's all YouTube. Okay. And what what I recommend to people is just listen to it. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. But just listen to it. Because I feel like I feel for me, I get a lot more impact. I don't get distracted by anything. I'm just listening, so I get a lot more impact. If you're watching it, I feel like I'm looking at what's going on in the scene. And what's, going, what's going on with his suit? Yeah, and I'm just looking around and stuff like that. <laughs> so, like, I will, if I'm stretching at the gym, like, on Sundays, I'll do a, I'll do a long stretching session. That takes, like, an hour. Yeah. So, I will, uh, I'll just put the headphones on. I'll just be listening. I don't, it must freak people out because I have this thousand-yard stare. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking off into nothing right. <laughs> while I'm stretching. <laughs> and I'm just looking off into nothing. And, and I'm really not, that? I'm not even focused on anything, just kind of moving my body and listening. And I'll just do that for like for an hour so if you have my phone number and you see this only works if you have my phone number if you have my phone number and you want me to include you in the into this tree of when i send something out and i'm listening to and i think is interesting uh text me and i'll i'll put you on the tree also oh you add to the group text yeah because i add i have like um now I don't know if, if people can. Can people see other people's phone numbers when you do yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, that's dangerous. Okay, I don't know yeah. if I want that. That's because Rod has Chris's. You know what? I can you have create, to text. I can create one of just other people. Well, that's them. the thing. Just is you got to text each individual separately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can know? do that. I can do. Or that. you can do it as a. Can't you do a group DM on Twitter or Instagram? Can you do a group DM? Yes. Not on Instagram. On you Facebook, can on, you, can. you can do it on. Facebook, you can do it on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. People have their phone numbers on their Facebook profile sometimes. I know. I don't know why. They keep asking me, you want to add your phone? No. Yeah. <laughs> I think Facebook knows my phone number because it texts me for two-factor authentication yeah. when I log in from a new device. Yeah. But I don't have it publicly. YouTube public. asked me that too. Or, or not YouTube, Yahoo. Do you want to add your phone number? No. Oh, you should for two-factor authentication yeah. for your email? You should. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if someone tries to you log into your email. You get shit back from your phone. Yeah. Someone tries to log into your email from another device. Yes, they will. It'll text you a six-digit code. Because let's say you're logging, you bought a new computer yeah. and you're logging in, it might say unrecognized device. It'll text you a code, put in the code we just texted you. Okay. And so some random hacker. I don't like a lot of people having my phone number. That's a, No, it's just for no. account recovery purposes. Yeah. You should always do two-factor authentication. Gmail, Yahoo, they all do it. Mm-hmm. Facebook has it now. I think Twitter has it now. Because if someone does steal your password, they can't just on some random device around halfway around the world log in without right. the text six-digit code that you only receive on your phone coming in. Right. So I think bank apps have all that stuff now, too. I mean, yeah. I, bank has my phone number. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been, I kind of went down the, I kind of went down the hole with Baldwin again. It's just James Baldwin. I posted some quotes from it, James Baldwin on being black. I've done it that was it 1960? Times. What's the same shit? It's still yeah. the same shit. 1960, same so shit. So applicable. You know, he said something that really made me think about myself. And they said, uh, they asked, "Are you a, are you a pessimist, James?" He said, "No, I'm not a pessimist because pessimists are silent." And I said, "Oh, I, think I like that." Are they silent? Is yeah, that, because what? Well, the reason why he's saying is that the, the pessimist, someone who's truly pessimistic, they don't say anything because they don't think anything can change. So why say anything? So the, the pessimist is silent. I was like, "Hmm." Yeah, maybe. You know, the reason why I, the reason why I speak up, I'm not optimistic. But I'm not p- 
pessimistic either. That's why I keep speaking up. I feel like people have the capacity to change. And let me just say for the record, I don't think they will because I don't think they're willing to do what's necessary to change. you got to be willing to do what's necessary to change. Kevin Hart's a prime example of that. <laughs> but there are many people who do it, who do it. I just don't think America as a group, particularly white America, don't have the, the necessary tools nor the will to do, what's, to do the things that have to be done to change. I don't think they think things have to be done that have to be done. Right. They, so. don't, they don't believe it. It's fine. It's fine with them. So they're not going to do what's necessary. It's like the thing with racism. Well, you just got to understand. No, you got to condemn it. Are you willing to do that? Right. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Or, or don't rename it like yeah. political gamesmanship right, or right. some other Call it. I think I'm going to call my next CD racially charged. Or tinged. Racially t- either one, racially <laughs> tinged or racially charged. Those are two statements now you see a lot rather than just saying racist. Yeah. It's a racially charged statement. You mean racist? I saw an article about the origin of those terms. They can date back to when newspapers started using them. Yeah. Instead of racist. It I was saw around that the sixties. Yeah. I saw article. And uh it was it was yeah, right it was around sort of the southern strategy taking hold right, and right. you know. Before that, they would just call out racists. Right. Racists gathered at the state well, house because today. they started. They realized they know people. And they don't want. They don't want to call people racist. Right. Racism is the worst thing. So therefore, no one can be racist. How dare you call this racist a racist? Racist. Trash. Yeah, we're down that rabbit hole. It's easy to go down a a Baldwin rabbit hole or a Tanahasi Coast rabbit hole, and then you find one that connects to the next hour, hour and a half. Connects to the next hour, hour and a half. Right. Thanks, related. YouTube. And they're great when you're riding because I was listening to one driving over there. I was listening to a coach speaking because he kind of disappeared. And I, I, I put in, I think, because he, um, he was in Harlem at the Apollo talking. And I, I just posted to see, did somebody tape this? Taped it to see it wasn't up there. But then there was other ones from where he's been over. He's been on a speaking tour around the world. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Like he did one. The first one I saw was in Australia, which led me to one in France, which led me to another one in in another spot, you know. And they're like in order, so you can hear his thoughts from where he was in this first place to the next place to the next place. Oh, yeah, I was just not sure. I was thinking about this. It's like his YouTube page or something? No. You just Hmm. put in coats and then I'll start. I'll send you some. Get on the list. I'll send you some. Do you know the secret handshake? The password? Password. You know, password, password is tinged. <laughs> tinged. I will also accept charge. Password is vodka. 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 You got to say it right. Mike B likes to say. Vodka. You got to say it right. Vodka. You see this This brother was, was quoting Jay-Z lyrics and uh, this bitch called Kyle. <laughs> she was Miss Kravitz over here listening in on this conversation. He's sitting in his backyard on the phone, right? Like, like he's just talking to his brother on the phone, I think. We're talking story. about vodka. <laughs> um, and this woman was like I guess she was just listening yeah maybe she was sitting outside in her yard it's a too. perfect conversation for you he's talking about LeBron okay and, trash uh, we got to talk back and forth my brother was like you know you love LeBron James too and I was like I love LeBron James absolutely but I'm not going to become a Lakers fan overnight it's an honest statement his brother then accused him of already being a bandwagon fan of the West Coast team because of James. Man, get off his dick. And in general, swiftly replied, I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. <laughs> That's all he says. That's all he says? I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. And then an eavesdropping neighbor misinterpreted the use of the And then that lyrics. bitch called the fucking police cops. Eddington, so guess what? You do have a you problem. You got a that bitch a problem is. now, dog. <laughs> she thought he was having a domestic disturbance. She told Edison it was beating on his fiance who said he was upstairs taking who said she was upstairs taking a bath. 
So who who beats up their women while reciting Chase Healer? I got 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. Hit no, map. You recite, Bam. You recite DMX. <laughs> right? You don't recite Jay-Z when you're beating up a woman. That's ridiculous. What kind of person? Hit map. Would do such Was a this thing? like in an apartment complex or something? Walked around to the front of his house. <laughs> It's and they was met by met with police who had their guns drawn for a domestic violence. Call. Another officer came around and said, "No, no, no, this is not happening." We kind of heard the conversation. He's been on the phone the whole time. So the police quickly apologized for the grave mistake. One officer told the Spring Hill result he think he had been swatted. So when the other officer says, "No, this is not happening," we heard. Were they already on the scene when they heard the conversation? I assume they were. On the scene, or maybe they clean. walked up. She had called. He <laughs> stayed on the phone. And he was just like, he was, yeah. "Yeah." He was still talking, and they walked up and like stuck their heads over the fence or whatever, and heard him talking about basketball. And they realized it was nothing. He wasn't beating up a woman. She should have been arrested. Um, there's a TMZ video because you want you want me dead. Let's That's see what this. Is. I got home from work. And I decided to go to my backyard to, you know, have a beer. So my brother calls me out the blue, you know, to check up on me. This guy looks and sounds extremely threatening. <laughs> no. <laughs> when I think threat, I think see. that voice. So I'm, you know, running stuff down and we get to talking back and forth. He was like, yeah, you know you love LeBron James too. And I was like, no, I, I love LeBron James absolutely, but I'm not going to become a Lakers fan overnight. And he was like, you're already a Lakers fan. I was like, I got 99 problems with this day one. And I ended up walking around to the front of my house, and I saw I was met with the police with guns. What if you say that and just police show up out of nowhere? The new talisman to get uh, police. You know? Got 99 problems and a bit. Oh, fuck. He was like, you know, we apologize. It seems like you've been swatted. That's the term that they use for frivolous calls. So he was like, you know, and I was like, he asked me, did I have my ID? And I said, no, it's in the house. And he said, don't worry about it. That's why you saw that listening in the report. And then I was like, well, my wife is upstairs. The oh, fiance is upstairs in the bathtub. I was beating my wife. I, I, you know, that's what got them interested. And then he said, you know, I overheard him saying on the phone, I got 99 problems and this bitch ain't one. Right in back in my house. And he has like a two story. So he can look through his window and look at my backyard. Oh, well, this I mean, is why I want to buy a car. house out and in just fucking week, with a whole bunch of land and nobody next to me. So oh, wait a minute. So this guy's dog came up missing and then the neighbor had the dog in his backyard? Mm-hmm. His neighbor likes to fuck with this guy. He stole his dog? And just last week, my dog What? And he had my dog in his backyard. So you think this is, this is there's something going on with it. Like, why would this neighbor do this? I, I'm curious. Probably because your I've voice is annoying as fuck. What do you think there, Slim? Uh, maybe he doesn't want me in the neighborhood. Why do you think, Slim? Yeah. This why is do you think? bizarre behavior. So why do you think he would act like that? This what do you really think? Biz- it, that's what I mean. You don't want to name it. You don't have the... You know, hey, Redskins scored. Oh, <laughs> was Josh Johnson, is, is he the savior? Is he the answer? Well, they scored eight. Oh, they got a, they got a touchdown on it, too. All right. Good. If you have a girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. He said he had 99 problems, but this bitch ain't one. And then he punched her in the face. This bitch exclamation point. Officers, come or harass my neighbor, please. Oh, Josh Johnson did not throw a touchdown. <laughs> How'd they score? Defensive. Uh, <laughs> the, the Giants just gave them some points. Like, here you guys go. You can there have some you hours. Go. We already got too many. Uh, it was a rushing touchdown. Josh Johnson ran it in. Okay, there you go. There you go. Oh, shit. There you go. He's the savior. 
We're back. We're back, everyone. So, you know, shit like that is beginning to get bothersome. Like I saw this. That's a. I it's mean, not beginning to get bothersome. The term, the term swatting already mm-hmm. kind of has a connotation. That there should be a word. Someone's gonna have to come up coin a, a phrase for this particular. Mm-hmm. Being wild black type of call. Swatting is kind of a, it's its own thing, I think. Yeah, swatting's a whole totally, that comes from the gaming community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's, there's someone's going to come up with a term so we can just, you know, capsulate it in one, one or two words. Because happening, it happens all the time. At least it's more publicized now. Maybe it's always happened like this. But What would be a good word for that? Uh, tinging. Tinging. <laughs> tinging. <laughs> Charging. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll have to we'll think about it. Maybe by the end of the podcast we'll have one. It has to have something white. Charging. Enough. Yeah, something white. Yeah, it has to reference white people's scaredness. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified white people. <laughs> but what do you think is going to happen? You know the guy. He knows the guy's not beating his wife. Well, he knows what he well, he knows what he wants to happen. Right. <laughs> so he knows when the cops show up, there's actually that's not happening. So. Does he just want to bother the guy? Yeah, he has a lot of caucasity. Caucasity. Enweidlement. Enweidlement. That's Herbie Gill's Gill. term. Enweidlement is funny. Enweidlement. I like that one. Yeah. Enweidlement, that's Herbie Gill. I haven't heard from her in a while. Isn't that weird? He doesn't post much on social media anymore. Herbie the love bug. Yeah. Yeah, I saw this video of this little girl dancing outside of Marcy Projects. Oh, I saw that. The white girl. White girl. Makes me I ups- saw that too. I saw that. It's upsetting. There was tweets about it. She's apparently like a dancer. Yeah, there or, needs yeah. to be some context to it. It's I can upsetting. understand both of them. But it's yeah. upsetting to me. It was for Jay-Z's. Was that Jay-Z's birthday or something? Yeah, it's upsetting to me. She went to Marcy Projects and Instead, did all the dances in front of the sign. She's like, from like Holland or some shit like, like that. You, she doesn't understand and maybe I, can let, maybe I can let that go, but I think someone should educate you that you're dancing in front of black poverty. That's what you're you're doing. You're dancing in front of poverty. This is not a good place. Did you listen to listen to Marcy Me? Did you listen to that? <laughs> That's that Maybe she did. I well, then I she's mean, not know, taking the right messages from it. No, a a lot of know. a lot of um a lot of these forms of expression came from black poverty. Poverty. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, dancing in front of it what about just listening to it? You know, like, is is there some, how can you interact with Listening it? from it and taking thing, but you're standing in front of black poverty with a gigantic smile on your face, just dancing around. I'm never, I'm never going to be happy with that any more than I'm happy with somebody um, getting married on a plantation. Right. Which is, which happens every spring, summer, and fall. People yeah. get married, people actually get married on plantations and no one ever says to them, you're getting married on a concentration camp? You're literally getting married on the blood of slaves. Right. You're literally doing that. And it's that you that thought never even occurred to you, did it? Never even occurred to you. You know, no one gets married in Auschwitz. You would never think to do that. You would never think to It's not picturesque enough. It's ne- not picturesque. You would never Something think about the background. To, you would the never backdrop. think to go to a lot the, of shadows. Uh, if 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 you could go to the Warsaw ghetto and dance in front of it, the ghettos of Warsaw, if you yeah. could, if they existed, her name's like Emily Brooklyn or some you shit. Know. Like that. she's a good that little girl. dancer. She's a dancer. <laughs> she knew all the moves. I mean, she got enabled. She's in, she, yeah, she's a good little dancer. I just I don't like shit like that. It's the white the, girl got enabled. She can dance. Yeah. We'll we'll let her be in the videos and all kinds of shit. Right. Which I'm caught. This shit been happening since Electric Boogaloo too and shit. Right. Yeah. 
someone on Twitter uh, said after someone posted the video, someone on Twitter goes, I know her. That's gentrification. (laughs) 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 That's 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 funny. That's fucking yeah. funny. That's comedy gold right there. And then further down on Twitter, people said, no, this, okay, here's the backstory. The girl's from Denmark, I think. Uh, she volunteers and does all these things, and mm-hmm. she's a dancer, and this was her tribute to Jay-Z because he's from Marcy, et cetera, et cetera. She's wearing Tim's in the video, too. Of course she is. Straight up, B. She's moving pretty well for wearing Tim's. I'll give yeah. her that. Like, she's pretty light on her feet considering Straight up, B. 10-pound shoes. Dead ass, son. <laughs> Dead ass. Hey, hand me those Tim's on the dance, B. Go to the Harlem. The Tims are actually way weighing her down from her white privilege. <laughs> so white privilege would have made her float away. Would have made her float, float I, above. Float I know above what Marcia. it's like to carry a weight now. I'm like that's po- it's poverty. Marcy Progress is poverty. It's, it's yeah, but if this is poverty, this, it's oppression. These art forms it's came seg- from it's it. Segregation. So what can you do? It's not that. The thing is, I was thinking about this. <laughs> yeah, not, not that. If you're a if you're like these are cool dances, right? These are the hip dances, mm-hmm. the dances she's doing. The cool hip, the cool with cool hip kids um, are doing. There are cool. I mean, like cool is is what's pop culture cool now is um, basically coming from black people. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're white and you want some kind of cool thing, there's not much in the dance world. <laughs> you know what you? I mean? You can't square dance, uh, square which dance, by the way is rooted in racism. Country dancing. line dancing. Probably rooted in racism some way, somehow. River dancing. <laughs> so, like, it's like... Hey, they not... scored again, Andy. Oh, okay. Josh Johnson's on fire. <laughs> He's the answer. So, I mean, if you're, if you're white and you want some cool and you want some music that's... Uh, that's I mean, obviously, black music is more popular and, and more of an expression of cool, but you can at least say, well, I'm like punk rock or something. You know, mm-hmm. you, there's some... But for dance, there is zero. There is zero that has come from white people that has made its way into the, the mainstream of like, it's pretty hip. Is there any dance that's come from white people that's hip? Square dancing. The Charleston. Charleston. <laughs> Back to the 20s. That was a... WB. Yep. The Charleston was a popular dance and it isn't I mean, anymore. <laughs> they, the white people named their names after fucking... <laughs> segregated cities. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they it's do? always stupid nerd like the Charleston. Yeah. The do the Melvin. Birmingham. <laughs> do the Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, that was 100 years ago, the Charleston. That was like the 1920s. <laughs> Is that it? I mean, there's. what did they do on those um, those Dick Clark American bandstand shows? What were the dances? Oh. The mashed potato? They scored a defensive I can mash potato. Oh. I can mash like, who potato. Who invented the mashed potato? I can do the twist. The twist we do. Do the twist. Twist the... Uh, Twist was, I mean, Chubby Checker popularized it, I guess. But, like, what what were the hip white dances? There had to be something. The Great Balls of Fire. Uh, the Carlton, even though it's a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> he gentrified white, white dancing. Dance There's a Cotton Eye Joe. Is that a dance? Yeah. What is that? I don't know. It's just like a white people's dance. Oh. It's like yeah. a white rain dance it's, or some shit. It's slim pickings if you're a dancer and you want to do something. Unless you create your own shit. Like, I don't know what this girl's own personal moves are. Maybe she's got some cool dances that she needs to popularize. She's trying to save miracles. <laughs> His, uh, the second touchdown was a 79-yard pass, apparently. Oh, okay. There you go, Josh Jameson Johnson. Crowder. Josh the Macarena Johnson. isn't theirs. No, that's not theirs. Macarena. Hey, Macarena. Definitely not theirs. All right. <laughs> Can't claim salsa. Can they claim vodka? 
Vodka and salsa. <laughs> Hi, I'm Vodka and I'm salsa. And you Damn, listen to I can't too. name a white dance now. Not a. How about the, the Wang Chung wasn't a dance, was it? No. Tango. The tango. That's not a hip dance. Everybody Maybe it was Wang Chung tonight. Yeah, I don't think they're talking about dancing though. I think they were just talking about. Oh, here you go, Andy. Josh Johnson era is officially on in Washington. Mark Sanchez era is likely done in Washington. Oh Redskins God. may not need to draft a quarterback. This is ridiculous. Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? That's so, just the Twitter streets, man. Someone on Twitter. Yeah. All right. <laughs> These guys. Uh, is my name J.W. Gravely. D.C. sports fans are delusional. They're delusional. They're so delusional. Super Bowl bound, baby. Washington Redskins just got a new starting quarterback for at least the rest of the season. We know who won't be starting the rest of the year. You know what this is? You know what the, You know what these tweets are? These tweets are Van Jones saying Donald Trump looked presidential tonight. <laughs> that's Because of one fucking that's speech. A, that's a good one. <laughs> He's not a savior. Redskins fans were calling for the re-signing of Tony Banks back in 2000 because he had like a couple <laughs> slightly better than mediocre games. Ridiculous. Speaking of which, uh, John Kelly is out as the... Uh, Chief of Staff. Yeah, I saw that. You know, I was thinking because they're talking about who might. They're gonna they're gonna sanctify him next. That racist piece of shit. They're talking about who might replace him though, and so who's gonna bring order back to the White House? And no one has mentioned the person that I think should be the one. Remember, I'm making the band where they brought that gay guy in to be the house mom, and they all hated him because he was all about rules. Which one was making the band? I only remember. I only remember. They should have a house mom. I only remember their lawyer. Who they made their manager? That was Laurie Ann Gibson. No, she band. was a dancer. No, on the first making the band. Yeah, he was. I think I want to say he was Puffy's lawyer, maybe. Okay. And they were fucking off one day, and he came in, and he just fucking lit into them, and then turned around and just walked out. <laughs> and they were like, "He don't play," <laughs> you know, because he looked like cause he's a lawyer. He looked like Mr. Straight Laced Guy. This guy. Uh, not Fonsworth, Ben. No, not no, Fonsworth, no, but he'd no. be a better chief of staff. Than, okay, this is some uh, memory lane of, of Danity Kane. I'm going to see if they have this. Danity Kane. No, it wasn't Danity Kane. Trash. It was, uh, it was, it the, was first the band. Group. It was the band. No. That gay dude that they brought in to be the house. Oh, see, that's, I stopped yeah, watching that's that that's the girls. Shit, yeah, no, I didn't it was terrible that. as shit. He was brought in by Puffy to bring order to the house. Don't scratch that Louie, though. They all hated him because he was too much about the rules. That's a lot of pink in that house. <laughs> See, he had them waking up on time and shit. They get, they got him kicked out of the house. <laughs> How'd they manage that? Trump needs to call Puffy to get a house mom. Hello? Who am I speaking to? Is this Jason? Yeah, this is Jason. This is Jason. So I wake up Sunday morning and it's about. I don't know how, how they get how so they I'll get wake him up. how they get him pushed out of the house for doing the job that he's doing. Yeah. Job. He would talk shit about him. She's like, "You're fat." <laughs> That's why you fat. <laughs> Whenever somebody says some direct shit to you like that, it hurts so bad. And he was fat. That's why you're breathing. And then he just walk out the room and shit. Hurt your feelings. Oh, it was the, it was the the band was what I'm talking about. Oh, th- there he is. Hold on. Honey, get up out that bed, honey. You guys can't be divas laying down. He's like clapping at us and snapping and divas, and then it's like get all dressed up, but don't because I don't want you to look better than me. If you want to come as you are, I'm going to go like this. Of course, God knows everything. Anyway, so. All he did was talk shit to these girls. <laughs> That's hilarious. That should be John Kelly's replacement. Right. Just have him right. come in and say, all right, everybody, get the fuck out of the Oval Office. 
You're fat, Donald Trump. You're fat. <laughs> Why'd you get so fat? Why are you so fat? <laughs> they had a house meeting about this dude. You, I don't want anyone to assume that I can't take criticism. The only thing I want to say is you didn't give me criticism. You blew on your nails and you looked at me and you said, mm-hmm. I oh did give God. you criticism. The criticism was, honey, you're boring me. <laughs> so I'm going to look at my f- nails. Yes! You didn't tell me. <laughs> yes! Yes! You That's what you heard in his head when he said it. You want me to rock you? No, I, mean, I don't. I'm, 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 I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Jason? Okay, you want me to say that you should be the baby? It's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love I when people do that. Else but Jason. What? <laughs> what? What? If you can't handle the heat, get out yeah. the kitchen. No, it was with the band. They had a, they yeah. had a dude. He was their... He was somebody's lawyer. They brought him in as a manager, and he they were fucking off one day. And he he showed up, and he was not happy. Well, that's <laughs> he was all. Not happy. When they say, uh, but he wasn't he wasn't fun with it yeah. like this guy. So I don't think he made he would make good TV because he wasn't fun with it. And he was like, listen, when they say though, this kind of nonsense. And John all. Kelly was brought in to be to restore order. Yeah, they're saying sure. they brought in a house mom. Yeah, that's what they're saying. The, the White House. Needs a fucking needed house a, mom. Needed a house mother. Like that lady on uh, the Bunny Ranch show. Yeah, 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 house yeah, mom. yeah. The fat one that worked the door. Yeah, who just You tell them that mama who called herself mama, I yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I'm going to call mama. Like Dom, Dom knows yeah, her. Yeah, Dom dapped, dapped her up a couple times. <laughs> what? <laughs> the woman who was the house mom at the Bunny Ranch. Oh, no, man. She was a terrible person. <laughs> She was she weird. Was. Like she was really in your face when you first walk in the door and She's shit. A house mom. Yeah, she was a house mom. I didn't like her that much. No one likes the house I mom. I think her name was Karen. Was it Karen? Yeah. How many times did you go there? Like three times? Three or four or five. Okay. So and so she was always there. I won about eleven thousands worth. <laughs> <laughs> eleven thousand worth? <laughs> about three, something like that. About three grand each time, right? <laughs> it was something like that. <laughs> it was about three grand each time. About, yeah, somewhere around. No, yeah, something. Did you, did you ever feel like you didn't get your money's worth? Did you ever leave going, that was a ripoff? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. Like, you go to fucking. <laughs> you always felt like you underpaid? <laughs> you go to Golden Corral and just be like, man, I paid too much for this buffet. No. <laughs> At all. So they gave you whatever you wanted. Nah, you no. still. It's like a menu list yeah. that you can pick from. Do you want like massage? Do you want. Um, do you want a special room? Do you want two girls? Do you just want one? Premium condoms? No. <laughs> do you want oral? Do you not want oral? Because okay. that's you have to negotiate. Yeah, all those things cost extra. Yeah, all those things cost They're extra. all part of the upsell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I guess you get to tip the girl too, right? Yeah. Or the girls, possibly. I only did two once. Okay, and that costs a lot more then. Well, that was probably like three, 4000 Yeah. And then for how long for an hour? Yeah, I think it was maybe that ninety minutes, maybe. That's a long. That's a that's lot. That's a lot of fucking man. <laughs> well, uh, I talked a little bit in the beginning. <laughs> talked a little bit. Uh, yeah, that that youthful energy. So, where are you girls from? <laughs> so what else? What else? What else? Let me try what some a- new bits on you. Let's think of some new bits on the way here. <laughs> a lot of it is you just sitting there watching them do stuff when it's two for one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's part of the that's part of the deal. You yeah. want to see them do mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and then you're just like off to the side, providing commentary, perhaps. Just why, why don't you do I'm that? Off to the side in a chair with my nipples hard, dog. Do and this my legs to, crossed. Do this to her. Can you like direct them? Like you're like, oh, you, oh no, you get on top of her. 
Like, can you say that? No. Uh, no. Well, you could, but that's not my style. You really don't have to. Okay. You don't have they know to. What they're doing. Like, they know, know what? what they're doing. If you were more of a house mom, you'd be telling them exactly what to do. She comes by, though. Does she? There's like a... God. <laughs> I forget how it was. Mid-sex. I don't know. If, that's not you like which call, but there's like... I think like every 15 minutes or something, they got to like do like a check and there was like a thing uh, that like... Make sure you're not killing somebody. Yeah, make, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, like no weird shit or whatever like that. They There's like a little in intercom the in the room. in the room. Yeah, rooms, yeah. Right? You, if you want, yeah. what you call it? Oh, because the, the girls well, have to like... You want to videotape? You can videotape, you, get paid for videotape yourself? Oh, like a DVD. Up. Like we'll get you a DVD of your time here. <laughs> a commemorative... I think it's just for like confidentiality purposes or some shit like that. Oh, so you can have your own recording. Or not even that. Just like I said, you and the girl, if anything goes wrong, no stupid shit, be like, oh, yeah. Oh, well, you did something behind this door or some right. shit like that. Right, yeah, because you can't say, like, I paid for oral, yeah. and she didn't give me oral. And she's like, yes, I did. You're like, you come no, back you with your receipt and shit like, listen, <laughs> y'all charged me like 1900 Can I speak to the manager? And she did not lick both my balls, just one. <laughs> it clearly says, I asked before I started. I, said, Does this- asked. I asked for the little Jack Horner. She did not put <laughs> her did, finger in my stick, ass. She didn't stick in the corner. She That's did what I'm not put her you. thumb in my ass. <laughs> I did not appreciate that shit. <laughs> and the house mom goes and yells at her and claps yeah. after every word. Somebody tells somebody say that's gay, man. Somebody <laughs> say that to you. Don't your ass. That's gay, man. <laughs> a lot of it was chilling, man. Was banging it out and just like laying there chilling and shit, eating food. Did they have good personalities? Were they good at the pillow? Yeah, talk? they were cool, man. Yeah, they were cool. <laughs> they're, 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 that's their job. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like they have to probably at least turn it on. Mark and play Sanchez, it cool. quarterback, leading zero point zero. Well, that's so is mine. <laughs> the Blutarski. <laughs> I got the, the, blue, the Blutarski <laughs> zero point zero. Actually, yours is probably higher than his right now. Could be. You're I mean, probably like you're probably like one or two. Yeah, give me a little dump off pass and then just take me out of the game. <laughs> just take me out immediately right after. Zero point zero. He he posted a Blutarski. <laughs> Fat, dumb, and stupid is no way to go through life. Life, son. <laughs> What's that red light back there about? Oh, that's the uh, ambient light behind the TV. You can only see it from this side. If you're in front of the TV, you don't see it. You just see the ambient light mm-hmm. coming from behind it. I have uh, smart lighting in my house. Everybody. I know this. Yeah. It's it's smart. I just turn it off from my phone. Relax, people, with this Josh Johnson is the man stuff. Do play for 12 teams in some wackadoo football minor league for a season, <laughs> for a reason. Yep. Yeah, so Trump's got a new chief of staff coming. Well, we don't know. Well, the big thing is that they, they uh, the family forced out. Um, they hated John Kelly. Because he limited their access. He called him fat. Yeah, he limited their Why access. Why are you so fat? Called him fat. First of all, you're fat. And he starts blowing <laughs> on his nails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's some kid shit. But like yeah. when like that's why you fat and nobody yeah. likes you. <laughs> He's a that shit hurts your feelings. He is so a bad. racist piece of shit, and all this started coming out because before he was this man of great integrity and stuff like this. Now right. he, then he attacks a black congresswoman specifically. Lies about you know, it. Lies about it. Everybody tells him it's a lie. Doubles down. Don't even apologize. And then says some more dumb shit, and then just. And then just put on his little fucking stole, wrapped it around his neck, and walked out of the room. Like, Dog, yeah. piece of Can shit. you imagine if you invested stock, your money into a stock of a company, okay? And that company goes through massive term, not turmoil, but upheaval of yeah. management. Yeah. Your stock wouldn't be worth shit. Right, dude. right. You know what I mean? I, I, 
people keep thinking about impeachment or what you call it. You just got to look at the stock market. Trust me, I look at it every fucking day. Yeah. My four hundred one k, my portfolio, my stocks. Yeah, he's going to not get reelected because of the economy. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, I think that uh, because oh, I think we're going to a very speculating oh, yeah, on my money. A, we're going into we're a going ditch. to a very. Going, I got a negative percentage return going on right now because into, of the way the stock market. But most people don't give a shit about that. He wasn't elected for any of those reasons. He wasn't elected for economic reasons. He wasn't elected for anything. Anything. He, anything he said, he wasn't elected for that. You know. And again, as my good friend Tao was saying, is like. You know the the article keeps being written. We have to reach out to these people because oh, no. because they're upset because of <laughs> e- economic <laughs> stuff, right? So these these writers, whenever they whenever they write that, they're talking about their cousin or their uncle or their mom or their friend, and they can't bring them. That's why I say they can't do what's necessary. They can't bring themselves to do what's necessary. I watched John Stewart do it. Like the week after the election, just calling somebody racist because they voted for him, they're never going to appeal to you. This is John Stewart saying this. I'm like, this is a smart guy. Yeah. You know, everybody who voted for him is not racist. I'm like, yeah, you're talking about people that you know, Mister. I grew up in Jersey, so you don't want to say that they're pieces of shit. Well, they are. Now you're going to have to come to grips with that. Well, he's not. He doesn't want to come to grips with it. No one wants to come to grips with it. So you invent reasons. So all these reasons that people say uh, abortion. I had a lady tell me that day, well, my parents just voted for him because of abortion. I'm like, no, they didn't. That, that's not why they voted for him. <laughs> that's just a convenient excuse, but that's not why. <laughs> that's not why at all. Or or uh, I want Supreme Court justices. No, it's not. You voted, voted for him. For him self-preservation. You, you voted for him so that whiteness could be elevated again. Yep. And you'd fail to realize how dangerous white supremacy is for white people too you know this fucking moron has nuclear codes look at the i'm always about the point though of it's all about that green when it comes down to the bottom line yeah but the green is for him and this mass exodus of people that'll be in them states that he won over it doesn't matter because the people that voted for him don't care about that they didn't vote for that you know. Oh, I think they're dumb enough that that was a big part of it. Maybe I'm maybe I'm saying it wrong or it's not coming out, but I think a big part is there's a very simple-minded part of America that we need that does those small jobs that turn the fucking screw on the factory line that thinks coal's coming back. Okay, that can't Okay, now here's the problem with that. Is that all those people, now you had somebody, you had two people. Okay, who who looked you in the face and said, listen, we're going to give you the training to go to these other positions, right? Who started who started developing solar stuff. Somebody has to build that solar shit. Somebody has to maintain that. Somebody has to place that. that that's your new now coal mining job. That's the new job you're going to have mm-hmm. to segue into. This is the job. And we're going to teach you how to do it. Okay, we're going to teach you how to do this because we care about you. And they looked you right in the face. You spit in their eye. You said, no, fuck you, man. I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with this white guy who told me that uh, no, that I get to keep my coal job. That let me hundred thousand dollar coal job. But then the coal mines start closing, and you still stay with the guy. The let guy me ask you this about you. solar, though. Does solar make your lungs black? Because I like that. Because I like that. I like to call. But that again, to me, it's, that's but that very much of that dumb, that simple-minded mentality. It's just a reason. It's just a reason to not say, "I didn't vote for this guy. I voted for this guy because he's white." And literally kill to, themselves. And I don't like the fact that yeah. that so brown people have are getting change. stuff. I don't like the fact that the brown people are getting stuff. The brown people are taking something away from me. Mm-hmm. No oh, brown lives that. around you, you know, or identity politics. That's 
the Bernie Sanders, that fuck boy. Well, we got to reach out to these white. We got to stop with the identity politics. All politics is identity. You fucking idiot. You know that. You've been on politics long enough. You know, and Bernie. What is it that? What is it that black people are getting when you say that's what you're saying? So what is it that we're getting? You know. It's um, it's not just getting; it's the getting at the expense of. Yeah. Well, who, who, what, who, what? So it's who, it's like where, this. what? It's not even that. It's Show not me a, quantitatively. It's not specific people. It's um, it's just a feeling. It's, it's just, just a feeling. We're we're losing things, and they're taking them from us. Right. It's a. It's this, they'll say things like our way of life. Right. What does that mean? Like who's what, what's day to day? What's different about your life? Right. In your little town, nothing. But they they have oh they're coming to take our way of life. I don't know what they're what they're going to do, but yeah, what are they going to do? With our them? way of life. They're going to take our jobs. Well, who's hiring them for those jobs? Yeah. <laughs> your boss. Your boss hired. Your boss hired this guy. Yeah, they, you can't just take it. I can't just show up, clock yeah. in somewhere. Like clock oh, in, I'm taking a job taking today. A job, you know? Hey everyone. And then you have all these other white pieces of shit writing these strange articles about, like a guy wrote an article. Ross do hate. Do, I don't know how you Douthit. Say it. it was Douthit. Douthit. Is that how you say his name? I don't There's know a TH in there, right? Yeah. I don't know. D-O-U-T-H-A-T. He wrote this article that uh, the reason why people are mourning George Bush is because we we mourn the loss of being being controlled by the WASP, the white Anglo-Saxon oh, I've Protestant. Seen, I, well, I saw the article. I didn't read it. And then here, here it is. It's, again, black Twitter to the rescue, and everybody laughs about that because black Twitter is annihilated the guy which they should have but why does it come to black twitter to be like what the fuck is wrong with you this is the new york times other white people go well i mean it's just his opinion and he's got a point and and or they go get them black people get them get them <laughs> because we're the bellwether man get them let it slide they don't do it themselves yeah. did you guys see what this guy wrote did yeah. you see did we you let see them it? slide then they feel okay cool they got away with it and then if they don't well, i'm glad yeah. you checked me yeah, you know, you're writing a, that, uh, you know, we we need to have whiteness back. Basically, that's the whole article you wrote. Yeah, he basically, I mean, the I think there was an article on The Root that deconstructed it, but it was about how, like, this whole thing of, like, all these diversity things, are we better off? Like, it's essentially yeah, what he was they're saying. They're kneeling, Andy. <laughs> oh, they're, you mean because the game's over, not because they're playing the anthem. 118. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they better not be kneeling for that. Um. <laughs> Imagine being in the Redskins band. You got to sit through all that shit. I know. Everyone else gets to leave. You're longingly you're looking. Che- you're a cheerleader. Yeah. You stand out in that cold. You're longing <laughs> looking. All these people get to put on their coats and go home. Like, sure. Yeah. Come on, people. Keep rooting for our guys. <laughs> Can I quit? <laughs> Is it all right if I quit? I'll come back and take someone's job next week. Yeah. It's just people writing these same little piece of shit articles, and they keep getting written still. Why, why we miss the wasps? Who's we? Who's we? You mean you? <laughs> Who's we? Who's we? Because it makes you feel comfortable that the wasps are in power because that leaves the, that leaves the door open for you to be in power. Put simply, Americans miss Bush because we miss the wasps. This is all couched in George Bush's, Bush's death because we feel at some level that their more meritocratic and diverse secular successors rule us neither as wisely nor as well. Yeah. So the people They're who not as smart. are more diverse and more based on merit don't do as good a job as the wasps. That doesn't make any sense. If merit is the measure, then the more meritocracy you have, the better people are in charge. I mean, this is just, let's just ignore that whole merit thing and also diverse secular successors. Who's secular? You can't be, I mean, there are, everyone claims to be religious who runs for office. Oh, yeah. You, there's no real secular people there. Right. 
But that basically he just said we want uh, mediocre white people. Yep. Because they did a better job for us than these uh, people of higher merit who are diverse and secular. They don't they don't rule us neither as wisely nor, hey, Andy. nor as well. Down 4016, Redskins got a penalty for taunting. <laughs> <laughs> who were they taunting, though? Were they taunting their own coach? <laughs> I'd like to see that shit. They should, do, they should do the jersey swap. Fuck you just do, yeah. Between plays. They should, hey, can I get your jersey real quick? Can I line up on your side, see how it is? This reminds me of the movie uh, uh, Highlander, uh, the right. original movie. Where the there's a guy running around. It's it's one of the one of the immortals is cutting people's heads off, and they have no idea the police. Yeah. So there's a police officer. He's buying a hot dog, and he's and the guy who's selling him hot dogs is this black black dude. And he's reading the paper. He goes, "Hey, what?" He's laughing at the cop. He goes, "Hey, man, let me ask you a question. What does incompetent mean?" <laughs> <laughs> they're talking. Hey, hey, hey. What does baffled mean? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> just laughing at the cop. <laughs> One of the reasons why I love that movie, by the way. Shit like that. Speaking of elevating white people, should we talk about Lena Dunham? No. I, uh, <laughs> Stop wasting space on this bitch, man. I actually, Come on. Um, I think it's a serious thing to talk about for the simple fact that she used her white womanness to swoop in and defend a white guy against a black woman. After she was one of those, one of those more vocal feminists. Yeah, the loudest of feminists. Believe the accuser. We've seen this happen locally. Yes. People set up these purity tests. Right. And as soon as they get tested, they right. fail they their own fail test. Fail the test. We've their seen, own we've, test. We've all three of us have talked about yeah. it. Yeah. They fail their own, own test. test. You got to believe the accuser. Uh, it's credible, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as one of their buddies gets accused, Oh, that accuser is crazy. Yeah. And to Lena Dunham's situation, even going as far as to say, I have secret knowledge. Yeah. Insider I have, knowledge. I have mm-hmm. secret insider yeah. knowledge. That 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 uh, debunks the, the right. claim of sexual harassment or whatever. It wasn't right. rape, I don't think. It was like misconduct of some yeah. kind, sexual yeah, it assault was, maybe. It was pretty bad according to, you know, yeah. she was 17. Yeah. Harold Perry, I can never say his name. You all know him. The, he was in many movies, uh, in the wheelchair in Oz, in, um, oh yeah, that the dude. Last to his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the last two um, uh, Matrix movies. He pops up in a lot of like. Yeah. He's, yeah, like, he's a very yeah, good he's big a, character. He's a key character actor. He's pops a good up one. a lot. Uh, the best man. He was the good guy and the best. I say the good guy. He was the nerdy. I can't what what even call him a nerdy. Man? He was just quiet. Yeah, he was just one of the friends in the best man. Oh, okay, he ended okay. up marrying the stripper. He's kind of always around. Which came up in the best man too. You know, because she was like, I'm just trying to get to college on this. He ended up having a conversation with her and then got with her. He was with the light skinned girl. He he dropped her at the end of at the end of the at the end of the first one. I don't remember it. But this does go into like how a lot of the like the big broad things people say, like uh, you believe the accuser and all that stuff, mm-hmm. which I'm not against at all. But a lot of it is performative. It's right. Like you're yeah. performing. You want to be like I want to be the best feminist. And then as soon as you get tested, you're like, you can't believe that your right. buddy did something. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Instead right. of saying, because there's always a door number three. You don't have to either believe or disbelieve. You can say, I don't I'm know what happened. I'm judgment. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I want to know. I know that dude. I've never seen him act like that. But I also know that this woman wouldn't make something up for no reason. Yeah. I have no idea what's going on. Just, you can say that. You can be door number three. 
I don't have an opinion on what's yeah. going on. Yeah. Not yet. Instead, she makes up some shit. Yeah, makes up. How did she become a voice of anything? Because she's basic uh, as fuck. She's uh, the queen of the basic as fuck. No, um, sloppy um, titty girl. Who's the guy who put her on? <laughs> um, <laughs> sloppy titty girl. Ju- uh, Judd Apatow put her on. That's she how. She got that show Girls. Judd Apatow put her on. And she was fearless because she got naked and she doesn't have a put typical Hollywood standard. She got naked. She's a mess. Get naked body. She's a mess. and she. So she's brave. Her being a mess makes other women feel good about themselves. I should say women. White women feel good about themselves. Her, <laughs> her, mess, her messiness <laughs> makes them feel good about them about themselves. That so they, show was fucking terrible too. I mean, I don't know. I Some never. I it. never watched it. I, I watched Rick like, was on the last one. I saw two episodes maybe, and it seemed like just an average standard show at show. best. It wasn't you know? anything special, but it was white girls. Yeah, it just was self-absorbed white girls. White girls, yeah. and it was problematic as fuck because they had nobody, nobody brown around in, in New York City until someone said something. Then they had one. Then they add in Donald Glover to be her and then they make him a black Republican out of nowhere you know for no reason oh he was in that he played her boyfriend for one season because everybody was like you know you have no black people on a show well, I'm look at him different where from now. So it was an acting job man so they bring him in and they make him a, a black Republican he didn't write the shit it's an acting job so I hey that's not me I'm gonna act like that you know Ice-T's yeah. not a cop <laughs> you know it was a little tinged yeah, it was, it was a little tense, a little yeah. bit of tension. So they bring him in for that shit, and uh, again, it's probably. And then it just kept coming with her, the Odell Beckham shit. That was another thing where she made some shit up in her mind. Like yeah. he probably that Odell Beckham shit was. He probably, that's where she should have been canceled. You know, forever. it just kept coming. He's probably thinking, but it's fuck about her name anymore. It's fine because it was a black guy. He's so probably thinking, really look matter. at that cow. Like, that's yeah. like he's probably thinking it's he's like, not even you don't even register, don't even to register on his radar <laughs> that's, that's what makes it harder for her to even re- how can he not recognize this I mean he's a black guy I'm a white woman he should be looking at me that was right? her insecurity you're the baby corn and the vegetable medley don't nobody <laughs> right. want your dumb ass they <laughs> move this shit out of the way uh, they move you to the side oh, with God a fork damn, like God I damn. ain't eating that shit parsley even on if a I'm buffet. hungry I wouldn't who eat that shit who eats the parsley off the buffet uh, who eats that fuck out of here with your cilantro <laughs> ass <laughs> who eats that you know you move that shit get the shit out of here you know she's a fucking mess and because she's a mess she makes people feel good about themselves but then she thought it was okay to come out and just literally spill the beans on herself. Yeah. And people were, I guess, going to be cool with it. Like, actually, all that stuff, I'm sorry, and also made it all up. She keeps apologizing for shit. Why is that? She keeps you know, fucking up. Because you keep fucking a, up. She's just <laughs> a kid, man. You keep fucking up. And that, to me, is dangerous. You use you used your whiteness to, to elevate this other man's whiteness at the expense of this young black woman. And then you turn around and say, yeah, well, I, I want to believe I want to be. Fuck out of here. Well, it's man. like John Kelly lied about Frederica Wilson. Yeah. This, she lied about this woman. Yeah. She just, just straight up lied. just straight up lied. And it was okay because it's a black woman and there's no value assigned to blackness. So it's all right. You know, and there's value assigned to whiteness. So it, it I mean, Lena's, Lena's a good person. She must be. She, she must know. I mean, she knows him. She's, She's putting all her flaws out there for us to right. see. And you know, she needs a house mother. <laughs> There's some Fox Five local interview of this. Admitted this house she mother. lied. Now, okay, now, look at this, this is the house mother. Look at this. <laughs> he did local you know, news. This is the real diva. Lying he like that should the like like should cancel though. It should. In this in this climate. Actually joining us this morning. <laughs> she did a photo shoot with that apology. 
entertainment. Like, that too. was a spread in a magazine. But we keep giving... You get to apologize over and over again when you apologize and it gets... A million fucking retweets yeah. and yep. fucking likes. Yep. When you take the power out of that shit, then they, those people disappear. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? She ain't going I, nowhere because she she has a champion in Joe Dapata. How come no one's asked him? Hey, man, what the fuck do you think about But this? I think it's like this that Howard. Girl. Yeah, he's a pro- little problematic as fuck, <laughs> this too. This is your girl. What do you think about this? But I think it's that Howard Stern effect. Remember what Howard Stern said? My reason why I'm so fucking popular is because the people who hate me yeah, they are the in. ones are fucking tuning in and driving my ratings through the fucking roof. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the same thing with stop typing Lena's Dunham's name. Stop fucking sharing the article. She's done. You know what I mean? There's no use for her. But when you make use for her, doesn't even matter, if you're... It, it doesn't matter, dude, because she her. makes she makes them motherfuckers feel good about themselves. Well, yeah. But they use her as a as 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 a mascot too, like oh look at the mm-hmm. liberal witch and call. If that's, you don't, that's part of the making making her feel good, making them feel good about themselves. It's part of being that, part of being I can I can big up her and shit like that. But if nobody's like with the nine thousand think pieces and the, I think she disappeared. I think a lot of people like that disappears, like the Candace Owens and the Diamond and Silks. You know what I mean? Those people that you know, their whole point. Well, they're all tools. Yeah, they're exactly. being used by people as tools. Lena Dunham is popular enough that she has an audience, whether you like it or not. Is her audience that big, though? General, yes. Yes. Are we going through this again? Yes. These people have a huge reach. That's why they're paid the amount of money that they have. No one gives you money if you don't have that kind of reach. They just don't. You gotta have influence. You gotta. And she has a huge. Oh, I'm not saying they don't have influence. Don't get me wrong. I understand that point, but I think there comes a point where. Well, the thing with the, in this no, specific you underestimated because you don't fuck with her. This specific incident, yeah. a guy who wrote on her show was accused. Yeah, I her remember show that. is her. Mm-hmm. It's Lena Dunham. Period. So she came out because she's the one that you're going to go to. You can't say, well, let's not hear her opinion. You can't say, why is everyone checking with her? They're checking with her because it happened on the set of her show. And so then, then she says, as the lead person on this show, I can tell you I know everything about this situation. I have secret knowledge, and nothing happened, and she's lying. So that's why they went to her. If they went to her for some, if they asked her about the Redskins game, I wouldn't care. Yeah, you know. But they asked her about something from something her show, from her show, which was very somebody. popular. You, you, know? you come on Three Guys On, and then you you're a member of Three Guys On, and some shit like this pops up. Up that they gonna ask us? Yeah. We gotta say something. <laughs> we gotta say something. I get. Oh no, even I get it, man. I get it. It's I, just. Uh, listen, we are reserving judgment. Yeah. We don't know. Her show. I trust and believe. I want to know though, because <laughs> yeah. if it's the way it is, I don't want the motherfucker around. I'll tell you that shit. You know, she went the complete other way. I'm going to defend him. You know. Uh, Rep- Representative Barbara Lee, before General Kelly steps down, I hope he will offer a long overdue apology to Congressman w- Frederica Wilson for lying about her in the press. Maxine Waters tweeted something too. She, yeah, I thought that. Black women. He's yeah. not gonna. He but again, shit. where are the white women congressmen? Where are the white members? Where are the white congressmen right. demanding this? Where are they at? You you rested on the black people to do it for themselves. Yeah, and then you go, yeah, that's right. You should. Yeah. yeah. Not my issue. Not my issue. Yeah. That's like the kneeling players. Where's the white ones? There's one, I think. Man, fuck Lena Dunham, dog. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm not trying to downplay people's outrage and shit like that. It's just, I'm just at the point where I, the way I look at people like that is, 
I'm not going to give you no more fucking energy. Well, the problem is that you can't, we have to stop allowing these people to marshalize and marshalize and weaponize their whiteness. She's, she does it repeatedly and people just overlook it. She did it against Odell Beckham. That shit could have ended badly talking shit about Odell Beckham. She could have got that motherfucker arrested. If she really wanted to, easily. She could have got that motherfucker arrested right there. At, at a fucking These fashion These athletes show. always getting arrested. At a fucking fashion show. These thug you know, football that shit, players. That shit, it, start, it's, it, it can go badly, and they fucking play with this shit. And that's not... We got to start addressing that and not letting it slide, not letting it go. Or it, Obviously, just ignoring it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. So, in the words of uh, uh, Seinfeld, if, if this doesn't work, then... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the direct opposite of right. that action will work. Right. <laughs> just, go against all your instincts. <laughs> just go against your instincts. <laughs> and and also that thing of we need to not think that's been bred into us. And a book I'm reading right now talks about that. That's been culturized and bred into us to let things go, to not confront, to let things go, to not I don't know, man. Maybe it's because I have a troll personality. So I know when people want attention, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Attention is the drug, you know well, what I yeah. mean? Yeah, and when yeah, like yeah, people like her, oh, I think it plays a big part of it too. This like, wasn't. Whoa, this, me. W- this wasn't. But this she was her. also using too. Yeah. Oh, she definitely was using. No, what I'm saying is she's using, she's suggesting that the girl who made the accusation is, is the one who's is looking for attention. The one who's looking for attention and so, that she is a liar. So you She's can calling of, this girl a liar. You can dump that on someone else and say, uh, in this world of attention getting, that's what she's doing. And you can dismiss people that way too and just say, oh, it's just one of those attention seekers. Yeah, but before you do that, you'd be like, can I have your attention, please? <laughs> right. <laughs> I want to speak about this other person that had, that's my point though. You know what I mean? Like to me, when I see a person like that, I know your motives right from the jump. Right. And I know what you want to do is hold my attention. You want me to acknowledge you, number one, which I, I don't. I'm going to take that from you. I'm not going to acknowledge mm-hmm. you. Well, I may listen Odell, or hear what happened. That's what Odell Beckham was doing, and that's why she's fucking... Nah, I, don't, I shouldn't say that because we don't know if he was mm. purposely doing that. He literally... In my mind, she didn't. She register didn't register. To him. That's <laughs> my point. That's. I register. guess maybe that's my she point. Didn't even register to him. Just it's like, like you don't register to me, <laughs> Lena. I know who you are. I know of you. I know you trash. Fucking mess of a woman. I don't. Do you know who the fuck? Do you know who the fuck I am? I can. <laughs> I he probably trust, thinks I'm a trust fat and cow. believe I can do better than this. <laughs> he thinks I'm a cow. Well, <laughs> probably. Odell Beckham responds to Lena Dunham dust up. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, well, the headline just says him saying, I have to learn more about the situation. Basically being like, who, what now? Exactly. <laughs> word? Who? Who? Yeah. Who? Oh, who? word? That broad that was sitting next to me? Oh, I guess. Uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. What, what's there? <laughs> okay. Who? Well, I don't, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. No, just a lot of answers like that. I mean, sure. Yes. All right. Well. It's funny the uh, Hi, man. <laughs> the link in this article to the original article is a dead link. I wonder if it got taken down. Oh, this is this is actually Andy and I have uh, know somebody who decries diversity in the arts. You see this picture right here? Yeah, yeah. There's a picture of a young black girl in a ballet uniform. It's a black and white in a sea of white girls, and this is from Kamala Harris. 
My advice to black girls everywhere, whenever you find yourself in a room where there aren't a lot of people who look like you, be it a classroom or a boardroom or a courtroom, remember that you have an entire entire community in that room with you. All of us are cheering you on. So we have a, we know somebody who decries diversity, says it's stupid. <sighs> He's another person that I don't I can't fuck with anymore because diversity is so important. It's it's so important, but not just to us. It's important to Who us we because we're not Let's the only one. Content. We're not the only one there. But it's important to them to see us in roles that they themselves are into. So that they can stop seeing us in certain ways and at least see us in That's the point I was trying to make you know, it's uh, on Facebook was it's diversity also helps the white person right to not see people as right. stereotypes. Right, it's right, not right. just for the right. minority person giving right. a, give a, a place here. It's also for the white people to see, oh, it's okay. That's yeah, normalized you're now. You're just like, you're, you're normalized. You're, you are just like me. Because ultimately, in the end, they don't think we're just like them. If they did, we wouldn't be here right now. Nicole Hannah-Jones writes extensively on um, segregation in schools. And that's a big, they don't see us as equals. They don't see my child as equal. Uh, they kind of see my child, you know, but if my child ever acts out of pocket of the way they think that she's not, if she's a little bit too loud or she's a little bit too something, then it's all bets are off. Oh, yeah. There's no there's no margin of error. I was watching, before I left last night to go to the show, I was watching uh, Dwayne Wade and um, Gabrielle Union were being interviewed by Oprah, and they were talking about how, you know, she was asking Dwayne, she was asking Gabrielle what was it like now being a mother of boys, and then they had another baby, but... You know, you're a mother of boys now, and you're just, and it's different. She was like, yeah, and I'm, I'm learning all this stuff. I'm learning, you know, we have the boys. I'm learning, like, you know, to be a stepmother, and I'm learning that you can't raise each child the same. You know, I also learned about having to talk to them about what's going to happen to them when they leave this house and um, different rules when you go to a friend's house, don't go into a room um, that nobody else is in other than you because if some, something comes up missing, you're going to get blamed. Dog, do you know how fucking... and I'm, no. Do you know how hard it is to fucking raise a boy now? Mm-hmm. A boy of color? Well, it's hard to raise I'm a, it's always hard to raise a fucking mean to my son I've been noticing lately. Yeah. And it's because at the fucking... Every time I see his fucking face, I'm seeing a, a man mm-hmm. staring me back. Mm-hmm. And I can't be soft on this kid because... He's not going to get treated that way. It's exhausting the fuck out of okay, me. Let me give you some. Let me give you some advice or some things I've thought about now. Um, this is the way I think about it now, and this is just through, just through the things I've studied and the things I've read. Um, the first thing is that it's literally amazing that you and I have never been to jail. Jail, jail. Oh, I fucking know because that. Because the whole system is designed for us to go to jail. There's no question about that. So it's amazing that we've never been to jail. It's it's because everything is designed for us to go to jail, yet we haven't gone to jail. So when you, when you know the system is designed for your son to go to jail, the first instinct is always going to be to be harder on your child to out of fear that they go to jail. I have come to the conclusion that we have to break that impulse of being hard on them. The world is going to be hard on them. 
You can exp- you can put that into your son without being hard. I can put it into my daughter without being hard on my daughter. I tell my daughter. She asked me the other day, like I was telling, we were talking about Barack Obama, and, and I said he he believes in like the literal goodness of people, and that all people can get. I say he believes that. She goes, "Do you believe that, Daddy?" I said, "No, Daddy doesn't believe that." I said, "But that doesn't mean that you can't believe that. But Daddy doesn't believe that. But that doesn't that doesn't make." Barack Obama wrong for believing that. It also doesn't make daddy wrong for believing what daddy believes. It's just the way it is. And I have reasons why. Said, but don't let that don't let that make you not believe that. You understand? My daughter goes out of the house and is in the neighborhood walking around. I'm fucking petrified. I'm petrified. But I can't be I can't be mean to her. I can't I can't be another thing that's hard to her. The world is hard enough. I can't be another thing that's hard to her. I just I can't be. I have to be the thing that's Obviously, I have to prepare for it. That's that's a given. But I can't do it in a way that I'm being harsh with. I just, I can't. And I don't think you can either with your son. And it's the reason why you do it is because it was done to you. It was done to me. It's, it was I done agree to, with you on that part, but us, I think there's also points to it of um, you're not going to get us. No one's going to teach you outside of once you get into those situations when you, I release him into the wild. Exactly. But that's what you're talking about is your fear for him. Which you should have and is healthy, but you got to just trust that the things that you've told him out of love and not out of fear, you're not going to tell him, you're not going to, you telling him something based on a fear is not going to be any different than you telling him something based out of love. You see what I'm saying? See, this is what I see. It's not going to add. This is what I see sometimes too. Add an edge to it. We say that and it sounds dope. Don't get me wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. But I think also there's a there's an environment that when they're not with you, Absolutely. especially when they get older, my son's in his teens now, he's in high school and shit, right? Where like the school system and the things that they're in gives them this false sense of security that they'll be treated equally. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially where I live at in the school system that he's in, which is very, it's diverse, but if you scratch mm-hmm. it deep enough, mm-hmm. it isn't. And they don't see, like, they start to trust these teachers and, you know what I mean, they see white faces that are supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, in their corner. And then, like you said, when the shit goes down, let me just, just to remind, I don't trust anyone outside of my home, you know what I mean, I to teach him at I all. I don't particularly hear And when I hear him talk and I experience, and we get into scenarios where, I can talk to him and just be like, hey, you can't do this. And which I'm caught, it's not resonating with him because no one in the school system or no outside are going to reinforce that. I live in a predominantly mm-hmm. white mm-hmm. area. You, you know what I mean? It's, so always, it's always been like that for us. It's always, Unless you and, live in the and hood. That's why and why lately when hood. he talks to me, it's rough. It's difficult because he but has a very but that's not gonna work either. rosy outlook on things like, oh, well, that's not how it's. I'm like, yes, yeah, not. Like I tell him all the time. And it's uh, funny you should say that. I tell him all the time when we talk. And sometimes he, uh, when I, um, not discipline, when I correct him or I say mm-hmm. something in a scenario, I always tell him, I was like, you're going to walk out there with someone who doesn't give a fuck about mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. I care about you. You know what I mean? Other people that you deal with care about you. You're going to say something to someone that you've said to me or we've talked about and I've let you get over it or we've talked it through. Mm-hmm. 
you're going to say that same thing or have that same tone in your voice or your shoulders will flare out and your chest is out, you know what I mean, and you look imposing. And someone's going to fuck you up one way, whether it's physically, verbally, lock you up, report you to the police Mm -hmm. or whatever like that. That's the kind of shit that I'm dealing with right now. Would you want him to cower then? No, I'm not saying to cower, but you got to understand when you raise a strong, proud son, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And that's how you put him across. He has to deal with people that are going to be threatened by that. Absolutely. You but people are always going to be threatened. It's funny you should say that because uh, uh, both Dwayne and Gabri, she asked basically the same question. The same thing that you're articulating now. Oprah asked it in a way of, of uh, do you worry about that? They were like, we talked to them like, and they talked to them like I talked to Ava. I talked to her like I'm talking to an adult. Now, obviously, I make it simple enough for her to understand it. That's why I always ask her, do you understand what I'm saying? And then I'll figure out ways to make it simpler. But I don't raise my voice. Uh, my wife never comes in. But if my wife was talking to her something about a woman's issue, I wouldn't come <laughs> jumping my ass in there either. Actually, <laughs> hey, let me tell you what well, I, I wouldn't actually, do that either. Now, she'll sit and listen to the things I say. The reason why she sits and listens is so she can reinforce it later. If I say if I have to if it has to be brought up again and I'm not around, she knows exactly how to reinforce it, you know. But it was the thing of you say it to them, and they th- and they think I don't that yeah whatever that doesn't and you just say it okay and you just say it a couple of times. She said and inve- inevitably what will happen is at some point they're going to come back to you and say that thing that you said oh my god it happened <laughs> yeah. Now, what you have to hope as a parent is that it doesn't end in something horrifically bad. And that's you, where I'm at you, right now. But when you teach him how to drive and he starts driving a car, every day you're going to be worried about him getting in the car and something horrifically bad happening. Oh, when I, I let her go with her friend and ride in a car with her friend, part of my mind is like, they're going to get they're going to get T-boned. Right. And she's going to be sitting on the side, they get T-boned, and that's going to be that. <laughs> you know, Part of my mind is because she's not riding in a car with me. I, you had to learn to let that go, man. I had to learn to be like, I can't, you know. My wife doesn't like for her to stay home by herself because we don't have a we don't have a home phone. Who the fuck has a home phone now? A landline. We don't have a landline. Well, if she's there, so we at some point we figured out, you know, you can FaceTime to her iPad. <laughs> you know, I didn't know that. I'm not that tech savvy. Once I was told, once I figured that shit out, I'm like, she's staying home by herself now. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I can call her. I can call her through my phone mm-hmm. to the iPad. Yeah, or she can call that. me, so fuck it. She's staying home now. Right. But even now, my wife is like, well, I don't want her staying too long. And What if the battery dies on the iPad? You know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, well, you have to, I tell my wife all the time, that's your thing. That's not her thing. It's my thing, too. And I like to tell my wife, too, listen, you're starting to creep me out. Will you fucking stop, please? <laughs> you're creeping me out. Okay? Just deal with it all right she's got to learn to stay by herself she's got to learn to be and she can i'm gonna be gone you're gonna be all right yes okay <laughs> i don't know man it's just it's still hard man it's, i know it's, it's hard what i'm saying is we gotta stop we black oh i know that i mean i built in things which we call like on a, out, of th- out of a thing of, of knowing like fear. i don't know if my son's gonna go to college but i know that I'm fine with him living at my house where yeah, that wouldn't have been off to the military. That wouldn't. No, he's not going to the Work military. You, but if you don't want him to go, that's no. fine. Like my dad never pressed. See, you. the my military for me, this is why my son ain't going to be in the military because he don't fucking need it. The reason why I needed to go to the military is because my dad didn't have shit. Yeah, I can see that. Period. You know what I mean? And he had two other kids. He had three kids by 20. My dad was 16 when he had me. Mm-hmm. 
So he went to the military to get his life together. Yeah. So that military was only an option for me was because I was the first kid and I don't know how the fuck I made it. I wasn't supposed to make it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just figured well, life odds, out. Like I said, the odds are. My parents are, stopped checking my report card when I was in the ninth the grade. Are, and the odds are supposed to be that we're supposed to go to jail. Yeah. I was All supposed to be us. that kid. And I come out of a, I come out of a, out of a nuclear two-parent family. Mm-hmm. And the odds are still that I'm My father has two master's degrees. I'm still supposed to go to jail. It doesn't matter. My dad could have a PhD. Don't matter. I'm still supposed to go to jail. And he's not supposed to go to jail. We're supposed to go to jail. I'll visit. Because, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> because the system is designed for but us. I'm not the sneaking in. For your I'm not sneaking in a file. But okay. it's even not just the system, too. It's the whole the conflict of living out and living your truth and being real and having to see. Like I said, I live in Pleasantville. Right. Um, what you teach? What you're talking about teaching is discretion. Uh, and then it's just. And then when my stepdaughter well, being trans, the discretion, and discretion that, and youth don't go together. Oh, I know that. It's <laughs> harder with a boy. My son's not a kid that listens. Yeah. The words don't resonate until he's a very much. I put my hand on the stove. I got burnt. Oh, now. Right. You know what I mean? And when you're dealing well, with that. Experience is a teacher. Your yeah. job is to be but there and to help a, him mitigate the experience. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. your job yeah. and to go through the go through the fear. But you can't allow, allow your fear of those experiences coming his way. But here, we're in a part of to, society. I know too, what that you're you, saying, but you, you can't gotta, let your kids gotta experience gotta much because you can lose them. I'm, but, you, also, but you always could have. There's no magical set of words you can say to him that will make the world uh, change around him. No, I'm like, not I mean, saying there, that. Like, there's a certain thing where it's just like it's. It's, it's just to bring that heightened awareness, right? And nowadays, but you're, you're doing where that. with us, we knew. <laughs> I lived in the fucking hood. I could be, open up my blinds and be like, I don't see no white well, people out listen, here. Listen, you <laughs> knew. Right. You knew through experience. So he, the only way he's going to know, is through experiences also in people. But think about this. You didn't have you there, to, uh, you, a, you or a version of you, to tell you these type of things. You know No, what I, mean? I disagree. I had, when I was coming up, even in my hood. Was there your was father a, there? Yeah, there was like a kid or an uncle right. or somebody. Right. These kids nowadays. But think about that. But the, the kid and the father and stuff like that coming to the hood, they're giving you damaged information too. Oh, yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Everybody's, giving, everybody's giving everybody damaged information. You know, because we're all we're all living in this in the book I'm reading is um, post-slavery trauma. We're all living in this post-slavery trauma. So we're all giving we're all giving each other the trauma, trauma version of of our lives trying to navigate through, you know, and the trauma that's reverberated also impacts the white community, too, in ways which is why you need diversity, right? Because of the because of the trauma. That's not positive that they think that we look like that. That they think we act these ways. That they don't want their kids going to school. That's not a positive trait. They don't see it as that. But it's that's a hugely negative trait to be that much of a piece of shit. <laughs> that's that, that's a negative. Tra- it's a negative trait that impacts people in in ways large and small. You know, it impacts them, it impacts us, it impacts everybody, which is why when he says, well, we don't need diversity, I'm like, man, how fucking stupid are you? Well, that you're was... Not, you're not stupid. That's a classic case so of... Stop it. Of like, I personally didn't need it, so thus no one needs it. You did need it. Yeah. Well, even if, even if that person didn't, it's but like... He, but he got diversity because, for instance, his... He loved Eddie Murphy, right? Right. What well, was diversity that allowed you to see the Eddie right. Murphy? Right, right. 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why it was a diversity allowed you to that's see that. That's that scene and do the right thing. Who's your favorite musician? Prince. It, Prince. It's a diversity you know, allowed you favorite? to see that. Yeah. You no. Know? That's that's why that's a thing. It's a diversity allows you to in, uh, view into their lives. It's a diversity allows you to see the Huxtables on television. That shit wasn't just given to somebody. Somebody had to fight for that. Right. Eddie Murphy had to fight for that spot. He had to fight against and years of shit. Twenty other guys didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. Because only Who one guy had gets it. it. <laughs> why weren't had there? Shot too? Why weren't there multiple? And Eddie, to his shy, to his everlasting credit, tried to put people on. Right. He tried to put people on that you can see too. There's another person just like me. And then when he put Chris Rock on, Chris Rock's legacies now is putting yeah, people putting on. Putting people on. You know, you got more. I need to put people on. If we get on, I'm putting people on. If you see a black woman on SNL, Chris Rock put most it, likely figured out a way to help get her on. Put in the word. You know, at least at least I'm gonna get your foot in the door. If I get on, I'm getting other people on who look like me. Specifically, there's a reason for that. Because I know that they may not get a shot anywhere else. I don't. I'll tell you one thing, man. I don't know. We probably don't have time to witch them call it, but sometimes I really um, rethink moving out to where I live at, even though it's diverse and what you call it. Pros and cons, man. Um, I know. I I don't think I'm setting up my kid. I don't think both of my kids now, especially. And then another one that's coming on the fucking way. Plus, the I got fetus. a little baby on the way. The fetus as well. Like <laughs> Trying to go straight. The fetus. When we, when we start seeing things mama. like what's going on, I, I don't. I don't. No. I don't see no. it. I don't see it. Which I is, very much believe I'm starting to go the opposite way. I think <laughs> every, I mean? every place is going to have its challenges. Every place. Oh, I agree and with you. I'm not saying if we move at? to the th- city like Wichamacott. But I also believe that back all up. I don't know, man. It's just I think there's going to be a skill set that he won't have because he hasn't. But any maybe, place, any place he lives, there's going to be a skill set that he doesn't have. And he might not have it on t- on the schedule you want him to have on it the on. Timely so, schedule. so for example, we know a guy who's from Idaho, grew up around white people. Right, 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 right. Didn't right, right. Not exactly. until his mid or late twenties did he really start to have his eyes open and say, "Oh, these people are all racist." Yeah. Now. Ideally, he would have known that at 16, but he didn't. It didn't damage him necessarily, but it probably had effects it on didn't. his life. It, I've talked to him. It yeah. did. I mean, it didn't, it's, it's, he's undoing the damage. Right. Or he has undone it. But it's one of those things where it's not going to be tied up in a little bow and, and perfect, but he might learn these lessons you wish he would learn now. He might learn them when he's 33 years old. Yeah. Well, Randolph, you know I mean? Randolph didn't start becoming a Well, that's a, a reason why you said, <laughs> yeah. the witch, I won't put my son in the military. Yeah. I could see that. That's a, I could see that. To you me, have that more, would retard the process more, that I think that he needs to go through. It. You know, right. I could see because that. I have me, a positive experience in the military because I, I got to spend the early part of my life overseas. That mattered. It made me, oh, it it does. Made me into bet. a different person does. than I am. I believe, well, you now, get, and it's you know. not even the military. It's just being exposed to different cultures. Right. You know just, that matter. I spent that five years huge. living in a different culture. And that's culture, something so that I would love it, to do. Well, we've thought about We've talked about it. You know, my good friend Todd took his son to France <laughs> for a year. We right. talked about that at the school. house. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> we have to prepare now our finances that we're not going to be. I don't want to get rid of them at 18 because they went to. If they go to college, that's different. But if he hasn't figured it out, I'm not throwing him out on the street. Even nah. though that's taught to us, like you got to be a man. You got to get a man. You, you got to go gotta out here and figure yeah. shit out. No. Well, these days, it's, I mean, economically, an 18 year old can't. Yeah, and I, and it's that, and it's 50 years ago they could. They could, and it's just the simple, th- you know what I mean? Just trying to figure. Yeah. Like I said, the military is not an option for him because number one, he doesn't have the mental makeup for it. 
You know what I mean? He's, as far as you know now. No, nah, he he does. You know? It's not. It's he's not never going to be a rules based kid. One of the biggest uh, things with my son is he loves thinking outside the box. There was a there was a kid. I mean, I don't I didn't I don't know him as an adult. But there was a guy in my high school who is career military. He's probably still in it over twenty years, and I would have never guessed he'd be in the military. I, I don't know if he joined after college or sometime after high school after I'd lost touch with him. But he was a clearly someone i mean he was like long hair into like you know like rock music and stuff. never a rules guy but then like myspace comes around he started connecting with people from high school it's like that guy is a he's been in the navy for 20 years like how's that possible yeah but if he got there's a big difference when you join the military fresh out of high school and you're limited then when you left and you got you did your thing you went to college you fucked that off i've seen that a lot like well, we would yeah. get guys that would come into the military mm-hmm. that went did two years of college, fucked it off, didn't know what they do. They were those guys smoke weed out of Bible pages and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they were crazy. And then they got because with the way they were living is different. Well, my son is more of number one. He's he's a mixed race and he's going into the military ain't going to be good for him. It's just not. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to play two different I was able to do it and it sucked, man. Do you know how hard it is to be the guy who can play in more than one world? You know what I mean? Like you I could play in the white world, I could play in the black world, I could play with the you know what I mean? But I never was ex, you know what I mean, was fully embraced by one what you call it. And then if I got an opportunity, my wife friends never saw it as an accomplishment for me. You know what I mean? They just saw it, whatchamacallit. And then my black friends would be like, I'm representing the whole fucking, the clique. You right. know what I mean? The crew and that amount of pressure. Yeah. I was the but only a, one of my. Yeah, but that's the thing of for black people is what that tells you is that the black people did accept you. Oh, no, I know. I, I know what you're saying. Because they're like, you, 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 man, it's all us here. And, and it's not so much the pressure of it. The pressure of it is kind of you placing the pressure on yourself. But for them, it's like. Oh, there's pressure, we, though, because uh, well, there's listen, five listen what minutes I'm saying. I remember them trying to get me to fuck up. <laughs> so we all, we're all, um, it reminds me of when I was boxing on the, on the boxing team, right? So the program, all the weight classes enter, right? We we got all win, man. We got all win. But the pressure was the the pressure of the thing. It wasn't like if you lost, like man, you suck. You let us all down. It was like, oh, you lost. Okay, now watch me, brother. Because now now I gotta win for you. <laughs> you know, now I gotta win for you. So you start to put pressure on yourself to pick this guy up who didn't win. You see what oh, I'm who saying? didn't get so the opportunity? Like, and I stuff, gotta yeah. I gotta win. I gotta win. You know. And if we're one of us is competing, the best memory I have from from boxing is a uh, a tournament we were at and the heavy our heavyweight went last he was a hairdresser our heavyweight went last and all of us just screaming at him while he was just beating shit <laughs> he was beating shit I was kidding <laughs> but all of yeah, us but I, all of us just screaming at him because he's like hey man you win we all win I know, and exactly I did that I went through that a lot yeah. I was the dude in the clique that got to get the opportunities because I could mix worlds you know what I mean yeah. and I could but I also had all that pressure. But like with my son, I've not raised my, I've never limited my son's creativity or thinking out the box. The military will do that. Yeah, that will kill my son's spirit. You know what I mean? That's, that's not, not the, the place. That's not that's the place not for the him. Place for him. So I know that. But that's I also fine. know he's going to float in life till he figures out when he when that's he, fine too. When he long as he can be financially solvent for a while, yeah. you know. <laughs> but the scariest part, man, is dealing with. He's getting older. He's 16 in February. 
You know what I mean? And when we had to start, I talk, started talking to him about, you know what I mean, uh, my stepdaughter who's, who's trans, who's now Chris, who's a boy, and how he has to stick up for, you know what yeah. I mean? You need to that's be aware. Sister. That's your brother. So. And we need to talk about some things. And one of his things was like, I, what if I just, I'm not, like, I'm okay with it, but I, I just don't want to be involved. You know what I mean? And a lot of that is. You got to tell them, listen. And a lot of that is bred into them in that school yeah. environment. Well, here's the you thing. Right? Here's what you got to tell them. Is, listen, what if you, you don't care, but you don't want to be involved? Listen, you're involved. Oh, no, we talk about That's it. it. There's no way around that. Okay, this is now your family. This is your family. You're involved. But even if it wasn't your family, you're involved because you're a, you're a member of the human family. So you're involved. You don't get you don't get to to opt out and say I'm not involved. I, I I mean, yeah, but that's just them. You don't get to do that. They might do that, but you don't get to do that. You know? Dude, that just thinking about that <laughs> shit like when we're thinking about and um with Chris, um my trans son the thought going through the process. So when you're going through the process right now and anybody who's listening to, it, if you've been through the process and I'm fucking it up, please send an email, fill me in. I'm, I'm not, I'm not even joking. Um, so trans gay or whatever, trying to figure out that process. So I'm looking at the process and I understand, um, you're trying to find yourself, your, she, identifies as a boy she wants to be a man she has thought process towards that and the biggest thing that i think of my brain and that's lost in the translation and maybe I'm, i have i didn't express this point and it's the same thing with my son it's the taking the race out of it we talk about the experiences and they're going to struggle and they're going to do all mm -hmm. this thing but i feel as though the outside world always tries to take the race out mm -hmm. of my the experience of what i'm trying to teach my both sons now you know what I mean? And it's even in their own thinking. Like with her. Well, with Chris. I fuck up pronouns all the time. That's going to happen. With Chris. Problematic. I right? Problematic as Problematic. fuck. <laughs> so with Chris, one of the things that I haven't expressed to him yet and figured out is that you're going to come a time in your process that you're going to remember that you're trans, you're gay, you're, you identify the way it is, but you're a trans black man. Yeah. Well, you got to start. You know what I'm saying? Telling. But she's still coming that, to comfort, yeah. coming to grips with just her. She was a kid. You know what I mean? She's a mixed race kid. Dad isn't always around. You know what I mean? We don't. You know, she doesn't look black, but she's black. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like I said, but when she's out amongst her peer group. She has the sweetest face. So. Yeah, when she goes out in her peer group and stuff like that. Excuse me. He. They it? look at her. Oh, Problematic. It's, they never look at that part so it's almost like a that she's not even like getting trained up on they don't because they don't know it the thing is that you have to be the you have to be the conduit to that because you're you're his parent so this is what it is you have to be the conduit to that um again i don't know i don't know about being trans in that process but I know about being a black man, and that's what you should think about. You don't know well, about know. being trans and all that, but I, you know about being a black boy, and you know about being a black man. So this is what it is. Okay, then this is part of it. You know, it's funny. Me and um, me and um, Chelsea were talking about it. She sometimes will go out with um, – she'll have like a mustache and a beard. Mm -hmm. Have you seen her, have you yeah. seen her like that? Mm -hmm. She got pulled over. 
she got pulled over going through Rock Creek Park, and that was the first time it occurred to her that, oh, shit, I'm presenting as a black man and everything that that entails. She said that was like a light bulb, like a, like it rushed over her. Like So now she's trying to remember everything that her father told her about, would talk to her brothers about. Mm-hmm. Don't do this and don't do that, don't do this and don't do that. You know, and that's what you're you're gonna have to do that. To, you're gonna have to do that for yours. You're gonna have to. She's gonna have to do that, and that's okay. That's that's part of it. She's lucky she has you as a resource because clearly, she's not getting it from any of the other resources around. So if you know that it's not coming from the other resources and you know what they're missing, then you've got to step in and fill the void. And I think maybe it's just processes or what you call. But I think that's why I'm so getting more and more militant on it, and it's not fun. No, but parenthood it's, is not fun. Oh, I, I, yeah. I take that back. But parenthood it, has fun. Parenthood has fun. I'm but not the job, my lady's but the job of it she's is not it is like what that. It is. You know what I mean? But I have to read. I'm almost like the wet blanket. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, you were just enjoying this process you were going on. <laughs> I know. Let me talk to you about white people. I know. And that's how, how I, you look. That's how I. That's how I feel. Dominic just Downer. Wait for, yeah. Just wait for opportunities <laughs> to present themselves. They're going to, and when they do. You just let them know. But she's never experienced life as a black boy. So she doesn't already have the beginnings of being seen as being more violent, can't raise your voice, can't smile, running in public. All these things we just kind of take for granted because we've learned them over the years. You know, the the retardation of spirit by not being allowed to raise your voice. Oh, man, one of the biggest things with my son I've been talking to him about is like – we had we got into it at the fucking restaurant because he was getting on my fucking nerves. We're talking, and trash, uh, trash, and, uh, <laughs> trash. And I just had to reiterate the thing of what you order. You trash. know, you have to work harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you keep, oh, dad, you say I don't work hard, and you don't, and the blah blah blah. And I was like, because in the grand scheme of things, man, you have to do more. You're not gonna understand what the fuck I'm talking about. But in just regular human life. Somebody out, because this is what I talked about my son about. Is my son is talented and he takes it for granted. You know what I mean? And I was like, you're gifted athletically. You're talent, gifted. A lot of talented people do. Yeah, I was like, athletically, you're gifted. You know what I mean? And you don't understand what. So you you don't go full blast. I was like, creatively, you're gifted. Same thing. You do just enough. When you do, you show your all your talent. You can't be touched. But when you show a little bit of your talent. Somebody can compete with you. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I tell them all the time, I was like, you got to remember there's a person out there who's not as talented as you is going to do the same exact thing. And he's going to try to outwork you. You know what I mean? Like he's working harder. And then there's the dude that is just as talented as you. And he's a fucking cyborg. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's going to just use his talent and his hard work. And those people can't be stopped. They always go to the top. But then I was like, and then the last thing is that people are going to look at you, Dominic, because you're a bald head, brown faced boy. And when you're with your shoulders down and you just like kind of, you know what I mean, just casual about, you don't fucking care. Doesn't matter though, because if he's got his shoulders up and he's looking him in the face and being a brown skinned boy, he's tall, he's broad, you know, he's in shape. So if you go the other way and you got your shoulders back and your head up, that's a problem. Either way, it's a problem. Oh, I, I would rather have the problems of head up, shoulders back, eyes up. 
because for too long I had the problems of being of eyes down, slumped over for too many years because that's what taught us. That's what's taught us to be. My dad didn't teach me that. Society teaches you that. You know, my dad. Was I, very, the, my dad I think is very that's one of my biggest worries. My my son will guy. take things on head on. You know what I mean. But he doesn't equip with the ability. Like he just has that. Give him time to develop. Let's, let's, you know what I mean. And he's a warm-hearted person. Give We're not time. the same person. You gotta give him time <laughs> to develop. That. You gotta give him. You know, time he doesn't call anything trash. No, he's what's him call it. He's like he tells me all the time. He's like you, you need to relax. You're gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> but that's what White Andy was saying. <laughs> you got me doing it now. Yeah, you gotta give him the time to. The timetables for him are gonna be different than yeah, the timetables for you. The milestones you expect him to hit at sixteen. <laughs> might not be realistic for him. Timetables are That's just you it. projecting what a 16-year-old is supposed to be according to you. You know? And it's not... No, I, I don't think I look at it that way. With, me, with my son, I'm, I'm I know very, you don't. You, we, yeah, <laughs> we know you, son, very, we know you don't. <laughs> my son, I'm very, like, real, like I, this is where you need to be at. You know, where I'm looking at the type of person he is. Like, right. And I can see, it's just that innate thing when you're a parent. You know the type of person your kids are going to be. You no, just, no, no. A lot of it as a parent is, you know the type of person you want your children to be. Not that I prepared for that. Oh, no, I would want my son to be way to. different than what I didn't say that. That's not what I said. Is that you know the type of people you want them to be. So you project things onto mm-hmm. them of I need them to be like this. And, and, and you think, well, they're not living up to this ideal of what I need you and want you to be. You know, I fight, I fight that one against myself. For me, it was Ava's reading. Ugh. I started reading very early. I started reading when I was like three years old. My wife's. Read read very early. I read all the time. My daughter hates to read, oh, so she was having problems with it early on. Like when we were trying to coach her and doing the things with school, and then her teacher last year, uh, Mr. Morse. God bless this man. He's thirty year teaching vet, tall white dude. Uh, we were talking about a reading one day, and he just goes, "Yeah, you're doing it wrong." <laughs> We were like, what? He was like, yeah, you're, you're not doing it right. <laughs> he was like, you're not doing Everything you're doing, stop. Get out of my office. <laughs> he was like, you you have to, she has to develop at her pace. Allow her to develop at her pace. We're going to put her with this tutor. Goes, I'll get the tutor for you. Uh, let her just read, you know. But she's not a reading level again. He would just hold his hand up. Just <laughs> and but see, I'm like as, him. As long as she can suss mm-hmm. out. You know, the that's stuff how like I, that. But it was we expected her. Well, fuck it. We we like to read. And She's, I never looked at him that way. I knew he was different and, from me from almost you know, jump. But different from you. But but because he's different from you, now you have no matter what your child is, you have a thing in your mind of what what the child is supposed to be. Just like life. Another one is marriage. You have a perception in your mind of what marriage is supposed to be. Or what sex is supposed to be, or or what sexuality is supposed or to be, or cost, what it's supposed to cost, what comedy is supposed to be, and these things you gotta we we as a group have to learn to. I think that a big part of whittling things away through therapy for us for for marriage therapy was a big one of knowing what it, the ideas you have in your head of what it's supposed to be that's not true <laughs> that's just some oh, shit I, I dig that's it. just some shit you just made up i dig it comedy that's you know i just think like it when it came to my is. son children it is what it is i've always been all i want with him more than anything was his creativity and his his gift 
is to then maximize you, that. Then you just keep nurturing it. And that's all just, I that from, like with school, hope, I tell them all the time. Like, hope listen, that no, when he finds the, Einstein. You just hope I don't need A's and B's, <laughs> no, bro. This is not the but way I would tell him to do that, but I was like, you can't walk in my fucking house though and and tell me that what you're giving me is your best effort. Like me, I'm very effort. I don't you ain't good at math. I'm not gonna fucking kill you because you didn't get an A in math. But you can't come up here with this bullshit ass D plus. And with 19 missing homework assignments, nigga, and tell me that you it's because you don't understand math. It's because you lazy as fuck. I'll tell him that. You're going to have a heart attack, man. Calm down, man. <laughs> Calm down, dad. I'm, and I'm always like, but don't don't feed me this shit. I'm like, I'm comfortable with that. But it's more of the fact of I had gifts when I was growing up, but I had to go. Do, I'm going to do the military and I needed to do this and what you call it. I'm, I don't want that to happen with my son. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm going to. But that's you. But you don't want it to happen. Don't mean it's not going to not happen. No, and if it happens, you're just there to help clean up the pieces. And all you can do is tell them. But I think we have to be, we, particularly black parents, have to start being the. Damn, dude, we don't even allow our kids to be kids, man. Like, I know, like, uh, just as an easy example is uh, Cat Williams doing that joke about how he doesn't tell his children that there's a Santa because I don't I can't have my kids running around thinking that there's a white man who goes on see giving people giving people presents and I can't and you think like and you think that that's I a read good an thing article about that shit too. As a black parent, you think that that's a I got to teach my kids. No, no, let your kids be kids. Let them let them be children. Yeah, if your child wants to believe in Santa, then she believes in Santa until the child decides they don't believe in Santa anymore. But you don't have to be the one to get the, the world is going to take so much for black that. children anyway. Why are you taking so? Why are you the one that's going to take something else? Why trust me, I lean that? back a lot. Yeah. But the first instinct <laughs> because for, of that, first, you do not. I'll be like sitting there in the chair, like the first instinct for black for black parents is always to. To take that's really really been insightful reading reading that book about Pushman because it's drilled into us from slavery, you know. Man, your kid does really good in that. And then the first thing stink for a lot of parents is not to say thank you, man. That's good. It's I mean he's all right and shit. You kind of ride him down a little mm-hmm. bit. Well, that comes from a psychic imprint from slavery because if master comes up to you and says, hey. Oh, your daughter's looking very good today. Your first instinct, this motherfucker wants to take and rape my daughter. So then you say, no, she's not that. Oh, she's tired. She can't do she's good. She's trash. She's trash. trash. That's your, your first instinct is to ride her down so Master won't scoop her up and rape the shit out of her. You know what I mean? Or take your son away and sell him off. Man, your son is looking really strong. Your son is looking really strong. Next thing you know, your son's on an auction block going to a plantation around the corner, and you can't, you can't, no, now you, you don't do get to see kid know. anymore. It so fucking <laughs> you know? bums me out when I have to be, um, when I got to be the wet blanket, man. It's it not, bums me out, too, but I don't, look, I don't look at it like that. But it's on how you deliver it. It bums me out, too. Bro, it's a yeah. different delivery when it comes to a, a boy yeah. than it yeah. is. It like with, with Chris. But you don't have to do it that way. You can do it any, any you way. Can, oh, no, I find way different ways to. and alternatives, but there's you sometimes just don't with like a boy, it, but you just do it's it. very di- – like with Chris, we could sit down. I could be very um, – I can be very verbal and mm-hmm. express myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And what I what the fuck is this? I can express myself, with Chris. Like, hey, this is the process. We understand. You know what I mean? The same thing. Are we trying to figure out? I could talk. I'm not happy with you. This is why. Very back and forth. Right. My son will sit there, and within five minutes, we'll be gone. He'll check out mentally. 
Like well, you can see it in his face, like his eyes life. glaze over. You gotta just give it to him in quick short doses. And it's like, and, yeah. and, 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 but <laughs> the, the, the problem is, That's in all. order to give it to him, um, and now short, quick doses, it has to be like very pure, strong. You know what I mean? It's steep. Well, you don't got to be raging, Dominic. Oh, I don't rage. I tell him all. Let me tell you about this trash and flipping tables and over. Yeah, you would admit, you'd be surprised how how much longer that short dose sounds to him. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, "This is taking forever, man." Goddamn. And you're like, three "Oh, we." Sometimes I would talk to him, and then we talk, and he'd be like, "Are you done?" <laughs> like when he was younger, because I'd be like trying to tell him something, and it would him call. But if I'm like, "Boom, it's this," or I'm, I'm forceful with it, or I cuss a lot, I'm very. It's not the best. It's not the best for me um, on my insides either. Like, it's killing me from the inside out sometimes. This shit is getting worse. Yeah. It's not getting better. You know what I mean? And he's not fucking up. It's just the way that I'm starting to see, like, life with him and the way the world's interacting with him, what he's trying to do. He gets knocked down at school. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, he's had teachers tell him, like, oh, you can't do, oh, I want to be a boxer. No, that's not a real life. Thing. You can't you do that. Him you bring them to me. I'll, I'll like, explain oh, to him how much a real well, life boxing is. My dad says is. I can do graphic design and do a t-shirt business, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, oh, well, you need to do this. You write, draw this mm-hmm. apple in this, in this pot, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, type thing. Don't color outside the line. But that's not school. That's life. There's Don't always going to be somebody. Oh, I know Shit. that. You who, you who wants to do stand-up comedy ain't... Oh no! I teach them all the time about self reliance. Worry about how people call. people you tell somebody. Yeah, uh-huh. man, we want to have a successful podcast that that brings money, and that's not a real thing, really. Because I know some people who are making a shit ton of money. <laughs> it ain't us, but I know some people <laughs> <laughs> who are. Okay, it is a real thing. Now, there's not a there's I don't know if there's a path to it. That's the thing, but that's right. a different discussion. But don't tell me that it's not a thing when I know that it is a thing. Or don't tell me that it's not viable for you. No, I think what you mean to say is it's not viable for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's what I think you mean to say. We're in hour 52, by the way. Oh, oh wow. Uh, yeah. Fuck these freeloaders. This, this ends. We're done. This exhibit is closed. Well, Dominic's supposed to leave an hour ago. Yeah. I was, bro. <laughs> Dominic had to get some, you know, we had to get some... Uh, some man talk in. Right. <laughs> All right, people. Thanks so much for coming in. Listen, we appreciate you guys. Tonight, come to um, the Tyson's... Uh, Tyson's Shea Stadium? Tyson's Kingdom. MetLife yeah, yeah. Bank uh, Stadium. Tyson's, Tyson's Tyson's Video Drum. Tyson's Comedy Cellar. See me and Dominic. At the, it's at Tyson's Beer Garden. Uh, it, it's uh, in Tyson's Corner. It's kind of hard to get to. Map it out. Figure it out. Uh, that show starts at 8, I think. Yes, sir. And um, come to that. And then that's that's all I got to plug for the rest of the month so far. There you go. All right. My show was Tuesday. So those who came out, I appreciate y'all. Um, I don't think I have anything for the rest of you. I'm going home to Texas. So, and then I think we, I think I already have something booked for the new year. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything. Yeah, booked. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. If when I do, y'all will hear about it. All right, y'all. So come on back on, on, uh, Thursday, you fucking freeloaders. We'll be here for you. <laughs> Monday for everyone else. Monday really for everybody else. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. And I'm Dominic Rivera. Trash. Three guys on. We are out. <laughs>